What's up, guys? I just wanted to say at the top of the show, there were some audio issues around the two-hour and 30-minute mark. Tried to save as much of the audio as I could, but it's going to sound a little weird. I'm sorry. You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazin' Bob, and we are joined once again by Mel, a.k.a. Melarina. Hey, I'm back. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. Are you proud of me? I just asked right before we started if I forgot something, and I forgot to pull up the intro, but I actually made it through it. I'm pretty sure. Without a dare. That was fantastic. I really wish I knew would have really bombed that. It's as if you've done it before. That was quite impressive. Yeah. I've always thought I could do it without it up, but I just had never really tried. But hey, I did it. You have done that intro at least 120 times now. So if you don't have it memorized, I feel like there's other issues that we need to address. Maybe. maybe. Okay. The dog wanted to be introduced to, but... uh, also joining the show and, you know, making his, you know, making his case for, uh, for, you know, a permanent guest, uh, Scotty J. Welcome back to the show. Three times in a month. Uh, yeah. Uh, honestly, at this, at this moment in time, I feel like a co-host. So, you know, <laughs> just, I, I, I can't get away from you. Uh, but I love it. Thank you for co- consistently having me back. We love it, too. We love it, too. And someone else who's been on the show a ton. Probably the probably the the most now, I think. Duranosaur, how you doing? Yo, I'm doing great. Uh it's exciting to hear that Scotty is contending now for uh <laughs> the new co-host spot. <laughs> I like the competition. It's just yeah. it breeds uh, a higher level of podcasting. This is actually mm-hmm. your guys' audition, just so you oh, know. No. So yeah, I hope you came prepared. <laughs> I don't have the card tricks, so <laughs> Well, that's all I've got. So if I don't like that, mate, I'm out. <laughs> I can I can hang out upside down. I that's that's what I got. You definitely can do the the handstand push-ups, which uh, pretty sure none of us could compete with you there. Yeah, I'll maybe do me and Duranosaur should. Me, you know, I think we should start a circus together. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I like that. I like that too. I like that too. All right, guys, at the top of the show, I always like to thank our tank patron, Thick Lizzie. Thank you so much for that. We stream live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash blazinbob, B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N-B-O-B. We uh, let you know what the show's going to entail today. We've, you know, we're going to go through, we got one one review, one new voice uh, voicemail. Classic Go sent in a question that I thought was a good question. But it pertains to lore, and none of us, I don't think, are really into lore. So, I, I, yeah, you'd I probably ask it, and we'd all just sit there and look at you. Like, yeah, yeah, I decided to know. save it for maybe next week. Uh, we're hoping to get get Yip on, 
So maybe it'll oh. be a good question then, you know. So, but gonna hold that and can then we get, can we get a spoiler? Can we get a spoiler though? Ooh, spoiler. Well, yeah. it's uh, it's basically he he talks about cataclysmic and and on, and he just basically was. I mean, he was wanting to know, like, if anybody is considered, you know, just the storytelling aspect of why retail might have went down the wrong path, because, you know, it starts getting a little crazy. But I know nothing about the lore after Wrath of the Lich King, and I know very little about the, I mean, I know Warcraft 3. I played through Warcraft 3 many times, and that's the lore that I know. I don't really follow it super well in WoW, so... I'd suggest saving that for next week. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, so yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah I'll, we'll I'll save that. Yep. Yep. Can have fun with that one. <laughs> All right, I'll let him enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, I had a great answer, but you know, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin Yip's fun. So yeah. Yeah. Very considerate. <laughs> then we're going to go through some of the news and then we're going to, uh, the discussion section is going to be like the, the, uh, like basically discussing the interviews that were done with devs, mostly the interview that Scotty J did because devs weren't nice enough to drop game changing, breaking huge changes in my, in my interview, but I'm not salty about it at all. I'm happy for Scotty. <laughs> I just enjoyed watching Scotty's face as he was talking about new things. It's kind of just like, yeah, he's yeah, just like uh, mind blown. I think he, oh, but yeah. so let, I'll tell you, let you in on a secret, right? So when he first spoke about um, ten man loot coming, uh, sorry, twenty five man loot coming from ten man. If you actually watch carefully, you can see I'm not even listening. So I was actually speaking to the Blizzard community manager on Discord at the same time. So I was sort of reading her messages and, and sort of talking to her whilst listening to him. And it weren't until you see the penny drop. I've watched it back so many times and you can <laughs> see that moment where the conversation's already moved on. And I'm like, oh, shit, did he just say? <laughs> Hold <laughs> that, on a uh, minute. Honestly, Dude, that, yeah, that's exactly what happened. As the host of this show, it happens to me more times than I'm proud of or could count where <laughs> I'm like trying to do something else for the show, for the production, and someone makes a point then I come in and ask a question. That's that exact point they just made. And I feel like just the biggest buffoon idiot. Like it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. I have uh, yeah. said on this show. Yep. Oh. Like what we just talked about. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. It used to drive Yep nuts. And I felt so bad. I was like, dude, I'm doing a lot of stuff here, man. I'm sorry. Oh man. But okay. No. So, and then also throughout the show, we are going to ask a few different trivia questions and we are going to give out three in total. Uh, her, uh, what do they call it? Northrend heroic upgrades. So that's a oh. $50 value. Uh, I believe Scotty's giving some away on his stream tomorrow too, but uh, it gives you the boost. It gives you the, uh, the fishing buddy, which means you never have to carry lures in your bag again which is nice it gives you and he's he's kind of fun gives you the penguin guy which gives you something in northrend i still don't quite understand it but it gives you pebbles or something i don't know it does something but and you get a level 70 boost and that's all it's to work until i believe the 26th or the 27th so as soon as i give it to you after the show you want to use it asap and with that being said, 
Should we give away the first one now at the top of the show? Yeah. Can I just ask a question about this? Sorry, yeah. apologies if I, I should have read the show notes a little bit better than I did. As you know, I've been in bed, so I'm <laughs> a little bit slacking. Uh, is, is this, are these going out only live? So uh, it, are the keys only going out live, or is it to people who listen afterwards as well? Yeah, unfortunately, like the podcast won't come out until Monday. And so I couldn't really find a way to include the audio listeners, which is a bummer. But there is one being given away on Twitter when I did the tweet yesterday. If you liked, subscribed, and retweeted, you get you get one entry into a random drawing that I'll be doing on a later stream late later tonight uh, for the for the uh, the Twitter one. But for the ones during the show, it's going to be whoever answers the question first and spells it correctly, full names, everything. Okay, it'll be one about lore, one about the game, and then one about the podcast. Yep. So. I'll go ahead and do the first one right now. Now, the first person to type this into Twitch chat with the correct spelling will be the the winner. And I'm going to try to do this oh, spelling. I'm going to butcher this, but I am going to do a voice line and I need you guys. Oh shoot, hold on though. Also something I should say, you have to follow I have follower only chat because it keeps the bots from you want to be famous coming into my, my channel. So you have to follow. I don't think there's a time a timer once you've once you've followed. So that is uh that is one stipulation. All right, so who said this voice line? Did you think we had forgotten? Did you think we had forgiven? got to be spelled right oh i think we have a winner we just checked the spelling i thought it was great voice acting by the way absolutely amazing right. we do have a winner mela mel Ani. oh he's a guilty of mine beautiful nice. mel nice. all right uh, this is na only so you can give it to an NA friend if you are e EU or something like, but uh, send me a DM on on uh, Twitch and I will get you sorted shortly after the podcast ends. But I got your name down and you are. Oh, they're EU. Just give it to Mincy. <laughs> yeah, you can just, I mean, there's got to be someone in your guild that's NA. I think he's NA. I think he's NA, but plays EU. I think I could be wrong and I could be offending him now because I even know who he is. <laughs> well, I the, he was NA. Yeah, the <laughs> E, the EU and the NA accounts are just different. And the codes, like your code, I'm assuming is E is EU only, like your codes. Um, uh, no, I think mine are all, all over. Hmm. I've not been I've not been told they're specifically EU, but po they possibly are, and I just didn't read it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they are because they told us that anybody E EU had to go to your uh, specific. Uh, community person but con congratulations we'll be giving away more uh here uh as the, the show goes on so there's two more chances all right uh I, i'd recommend i'd recommend giving it a go though bob at least trying to redeem it because yeah mine mine definitely doesn't say eu only yeah yeah you can try it if yeah. not it's like you i'm sure you've got a guildy that's got an na account or a friend somewhere but uh, do I need to write these down? Um, I 
I already wrote his name down, and he should be sending me a DM on on uh, Twitch. So way more on top of it than I thought. All right, all right. Nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. One down. One down. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, so uh, we had we had one new new review. Mel, do you want to read that first? Sure. Love the podcast, Mel and Bob, Bob and Mel. <laughs> At least Mel was first. Uh, appreciate the good balance between hardcore and casual vibes you bring to the content. Love from Aussie Torin Druid Dark Overlord. Nice. From Australia. From Dan Under. Love it. Thank you. Thank you very much. We also had yeah. a, 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 a voicemail. If you want to send in voicemails of your own, the number is 816-866-1066. So, uh, yeah, if you want to tell us your thoughts while you're driving or something, do it. This one came in, and I'm going to go ahead and play it for everybody to hear. Hey, Mel and Bob. Uh, one of those horde on white men that chased you out. Sorry about that. I just wanted to put out, uh, I was just listening to the latest uh, with Scotty J and Willie, and you guys were talking about Stefan Cata. And uh, two things. One, that I, uh, one thing you never hear anyone discuss is the storyline, which I think after Wrath and coming into Cata, it all just, that's, I think a lot of that starts to fall apart. And even people who don't really care about the story, I think it matters more uh, than they might think because it's the reason you're doing anything in the game. And I think it just starts to kind of, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It's like the Dragon Ball Z thing, where it just starts looking a little silly over time. Uh, and the other one is, um, you got, you got with your platform, you got to push blood off warriors, we need them now. Let's get those race class combos early. And also, um, yeah, goblins of warriors are terrible. Thanks, guys. What about pandas, though? That's what we really want to know. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I just messed that one up. Um, oh. Whoops. I, I, well, I must have mixed up Classic Go's question with this question. question. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Classic Go was like, maybe I wrote it in weird, but that's not what I was asking at all. Yeah. Do you want me to? <laughs> so, Classic Go asked their question in chat earlier. Do you want me to read it? Yes, yes. Let's go ahead and do that. My bad, guys. Oh, no worries. So he or she said uh, their question was about random dungeon finder and possibly having it be available on the weekends or maybe once a month that was for a week. That's the idea. Have it now, be like, uh, like you know, like the like like one weekend a month or something like that, where it's like the BG weekends or something like can have random dungeon fire for these set of dungeons this weekend or these set of dungeons this weekend or something like that i thought that was kind of a neat idea so funny thing is uh, like a hundred percent i wanted to ask chris that in the developer interview uh my suggestion was going to be you know after phase one so you know from all to our onwards try it try random dungeon finder on a server basis like not not cross server uh, for a weekend, you know, do a weekend random dungeon finder, see how well it's received, how much it's used, blah, blah, blah. But we just had to cut so much out because we had so, yeah, we, we had 30 minutes. And seriously, I had about 90 minutes worth of questions. That's about me. <laughs> oh, dude, I was dying too, man. I was like, I had to, I had to skip six, six questions. 
Yeah, yeah, and we were the same. And that that was actually part of what I wanted to talk about with with Random Dungeon Fighter. So when I actually say, uh, "Oh, but could we just have it?" My next follow up question was then going to be, "What about just at weekends?" So it's it's amazing that other people are thinking along the same lines because I think that would just be a great test bed more than anything right. else. It's not even That's like it, committing you know. to it, you know, like they're just like, hey, let's throw it in here. It'll be a fun little event thing. And then everybody uses it. And then they're like, well, maybe we need to rethink this. I was I upset. Exactly. Oh, sorry. Oh, OK. Yeah, I, I, I was upset that I didn't ask the follow up question. Have you guys considered just one to level 70 random dungeon finder? Because that is a like. I mean, that's needed if you want to, like, get those types of dungeons going. I mean, yes, we got a bunch of stuff going during uh, Joyous Journeys because there's a bunch of people that started all at the same time, you know, and so there was a bunch of stuff going on. But, I mean, usually mid-expansion, like, you're not, without random dungeon finder leveling up, you're probably just not going to mess with dungeons, and you're definitely not going to mess with the ones that are out of the way, you know, and it's just, it's just kind of a bummer and a waste. So I wished I would have asked that. I bet you all of us are sitting there going, why didn't we ask that? <laughs> yeah, on the basis I've spoke about in videos myself so many times. Yeah, I I didn't even think about asking that question, to be honest with you. Yep, same. But yeah, I and wish chat, I did. You're right. Chat told me like 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 later that day after it, my interview release, I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. But I mean, like, I, I didn't have a lot of time to plan. You're, just, you're, you're like, just going through questions, right? And you know, in a time gated interview that's only 30 minutes, you don't get the time. And this is probably intentional on Blizzard's part, right? You don't get the time to kind of expand on their answers and ask additional follow up questions, right? Like, because you're like, well, I got this other thing I really need to know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, thank you for your email. I will make sure to save that. Hopefully we'll have a... A, a, a lore person on next week or the week after or okay. something. We'll get to actually cover that for you, but uh, sorry about that. All right, guys, um, we're going to do what we've been doing lately, but we're going to do a summarized version of it. If we all went over what we've been doing the last week in wow, that would be the whole, that would be a five hour podcast. So what's just something really <laughs> cool that's happened to you or that, that you feel really good about in the last week of of uh, gameplay? Anybody? Wow, we've not had fun, have we? We've really <laughs> had a bad time this week. Well, you, it's too bad you got Mr. Pinchy the week prior twice, two uh, yeah, in a row. Yeah, so I've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, 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 I can go first, but honestly, mine, mine's pretty boring. As you know, obviously, a lot of mine has been... Pre yeah, it's just been prep, prep work, yeah? Getting quests complete, getting you know items from raid bosses, stuff like that. I mean, like yesterday, I suppose one cool thing that I'm quite pleased with was, you know, I've basically soloed uh, from neutral to exalted with uh, Violet Eye, you know, as in Karazhan, Ooh. solo. And I made eight and a half K gold yesterday whilst doing it. Nice. So that, that was pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was not too bad. Uh, yeah, we, I feel like we've just been been doing the event trying to get the Brewfest coins and things like that. And then um, Bob's been making me do weird old dungeons to get the achievements for those. That's a blast. Um, I think that's it. 
Well, I tried you to got Mr. Pinchy after Scotty got two of them and was unsuccessful. I gave it a whole like seven tries, you know, like I, <laughs> I put it. <laughs> well, babe, you, I mean, I I promised it, you know, on during the interview with Brian, I promised, you know, that for your birthday you would get a, you know, Brewfest mount, and mm. that happened last night. Congratulations, yeah. I've lost every single one. Well, I actually just didn't even have to roll for it because we were with our friends Cappy and Zim, and they both passed it to me and said, Happy birthday, Mel! It's this, it's all yours. And then Bob was like the last one there, and he was like, Well, Mel doesn't even really care about mounts. And I was like, Mm hmm. And he goes, Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said I'd give it to you for your birthday. And I'm like, so don't let him take any credit for this. Like he Mel was doesn't like understand really... sarcasm sometimes. Uh-huh. I mean, I had to make the I had to have what I said on, you know, the interview come to to fruition. So <laughs> Right, which was really the motivation behind giving it to me more so than wanting to give it to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I definitely didn't want to give it to you. I I wanted it on my rogue, who's who's my mount collector, but uh, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I, something really cool that happened to me, same vein, is I finally got the remote for uh, the uh, hearth to Black Rock Mountain, which I've wanted oh, nice. forever and might come in handy in the next expansion. So I will so say, I've we've been it. doing it like nine times a day. We, we've done it a total of 28 times now, and we've seen one mountain, one Jeez. remote. That's yeah, I, I want the remote more than the mount, I'd say. But you're lucky, you've got nicer friends than me, because <laughs> trust me, if I was in a guild run and it was my birthday, they'd still need on it and say, well, you've probably <laughs> had enough already, so uh, I'd have no hope. And I've tried everything, you know. I've been like, oh, but I feel so, I don't feel well. Like I've been so poorly the last couple of days, and I've missed resets, and they're like, well, that's your problem, man up. You got cold, mate. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but it's—I feel like they've dropped the drop rate because I feel like I saw so many more mounts back when we did it, like last year. But maybe I'm just much more unlucky this year than I was last year. So I—I don't, I don't know. But have you guys struggled for time? Like, just a serious question. Uh, you know, as in. I feel like all I'm doing is living on WoW at the moment, you know, minimal effort into content, just literally trying to get everything done as much as possible. And I'm still struggling to get the basics done. Like even that, you know, getting a, a, a current diabrew done a day, it's like, oh, I've still not done it. And it's like 11 o'clock. I need to get it done. You know, I just feel like under so much pressure. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely been rough. I've got like all the main things I need done, but like I told you about wanting to have that extra rogue with, with with mining up i haven't gotten that done i've there's a lot of like little things i haven't gotten done but i've got like 23 quests done on both of the the main characters i'm going to be working up right at launch i've got you know all fishing and cooking worked up on both of them i've got all of their professions up to three 375 i've got a lot of stuff but there's so many other things i want to do like small things like knocking out the achievements and different things and yeah. Okay, well now I feel much less accomplished cuz I don't have any of my professions worked up. I you know, pretty much just I have 23 quests done, so that's good. That's promising. Yeah. It's yeah. I feel like 
it doesn't matter how much time we had like there's already there's always something else to do and i feel like as soon as you feel like in wow like oh i'm done all like i'm all set then it's like well no i guess i'll just do a new character and that's just like so many days worth of like playtime of things that you can then catch up on and do with that character that it's like that's one of the great things i feel like about wow is it like oh you need something to do like you can make plenty of things to do for yourself like it's always there yeah. Yeah, the yeah, one I, have, I haven't even got an alt, which I'm absolutely like amazed and ashamed at the same time that you know I've literally not managed to get an alt to seventy, re- you know, ready for Raf. Which so I know obviously I'm on fresh, uh, but I've all I've been doing is raiding, making gold, you know, setting myself up so the first week of of Raf I can more or less knock everything out on the paladin that I need, and then I'll do an alt, you know, get heirlooms and. I'll probably enjoy it more. Like leveling with the fifty percent buff is nice. Don't get me wrong, but I still think I'd prefer thirty percent less XP, but have the power of of the heirlooms. You know, yeah. I think that just makes for a more fun leveling experience. So, yeah, I spent way too much money during joyous journeys leveling my priest because I had I had like you know a, a level two weapon that had thirty spell power. Then I switched to like a level. 20 something weapon or like 19 weapon 30 spell power then like the uh the glowing brightwood staff what the heck is his name the everybody yeah that's it. yeah glowing brightwood stuff yeah i added it to that and then i added like a 40 to like a blue 61 dagger like and i was just kept buying <laughs> blue gear off the auction house too so just i was just like every like five levels I, I was so powerful though like it felt so good but it cost a lot of money <laughs> so yeah. oh yeah but uh have you done anything you you're just really like psyched about did have you gotten a mount have you gotten mr pinchy have you gotten anything crazy um i have not really this past week has been um actually a lot less wow than i thought it would be because i i'm taking like two over two weeks off of work um and so the lead up to that has actually been has meant that i've had to do like a lot of stuff for work like i've had to go into the office a few times and do all that so it's like i thought this whole week i was going to be doing like a ton of wow and have all this time to prep and now it's i think it's like kind of a good thing though because then when wrath comes out i'll i'll just have so much to do right it won't just be wrath related stuff which i think it, it might get kind of boring the like fourth or fifth character that you level through northrend like it might be kind of nice that i'm like oh i gotta go back and level a character that's like either in azeroth early levels or in uh tbc stuff so we'll yeah, yeah we're on the same we're definitely in the same mindset that's, that's how i'm feeling you know while everyone's like no life in just northrend leveling or you know, yeah, the the heroics. Yeah, we're gonna have you know the benefit of heirlooms, doing some of the old stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I'm actually quite excited about having so much to do in RAF that isn't actually just RAF related. But my yeah. my number one goal is achieved. So my number one goal was gold. I wanted to have my seventy paladin fully geared, ready to solo dungeons to eighty, and get enough gold basically. So the first time I go into Dalaran, I can buy the repair mount. Which on a fresh server, you know, that's a that's a decent goal, really, for a month. Yeah. Uh and that's yeah, that's achieved. So I'm happy. Yeah, I feel like that's why you've been so busy, is because you did go fresh, right? Like we had all of our other stuff that we had already accumulated. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. But I, I wouldn't change it. Like I've absolutely loved it. As I say, uh, it's it's just gave me so much reason to play. 
I think if I'd have just carried on on my Druid on Mirage Raceway, I'd have probably just been levelling alts because I don't need yeah. gold on Mirage and what whatnot, you know, all these like gold farms that I've been doing, which some of them have been really lucrative and just things that I wouldn't think of. You know, I, I wouldn't have dreamed in a million years that I'd put a video on YouTube in 2022 when RAF's about to come out about <laughs> how to get Mithril ore. You know, I, I wouldn't have even thought about doing that. But literally, farming Moradon for Mithril ore was better gold per hour than anything you could do in Outland. You know, like, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Everyone wants engineering. And you need a lot exactly. of it. Yeah. That's yeah. actually f doing that farm in Moradon is what Mel and I did until we got the proper power level to uh, do DM jump runs, DM East jump runs. We did that. We bought my uh, my gloves. The uh, I forget the name of the gloves, but the ones that give Ed you Edge Masters. Edge Masters. Yep, we bought those. Farming Moradon and farming all of those nodes. She she would get the herbs. I would get the ore, and like we did that so much because like so many times the DMEs res were a bitch with a priest and a warrior because you had to like really do the timing right and the pos the pos positioning right because she can't cure poisons and that poison uh mana sucker was just like so bad for us but well we didn't have any gear either right like so yeah we it was bad we eventually got powerful enough to just push through it but yeah it was uh it was a work in progress so moradon was the next best option but uh yeah I'd I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll just move on. Oh, you talked about gold, though. I forgot to mention at the top of the show, guys, we are finally sponsored by Rested XP Guides. Use code RELOADED. Help us out. It'll support the podcast. And it, Mel and I won't level without it now. And it's just like, it's necessary for that. And on top of that, they have gold guides that, are up to the the minute with like what's hot on your server at that time. It goes across every uh, every server. It's really an amazing way to see what the what the market is for for your server right now on the characters you can tailor it to the characters that you have and the pro professions you have or say you don't want to do professions like you could literally just be like I want to I just want to kill mobs. Where do I go right now for the for the most bang for for my buck? And like, it's really Who amazing. I just want to kill mobs. <laughs> I feel like those people are very few and far between. But that's, I could be incorrect. That's yep. You know, like it just depends on you know who like you who you I are. Have the option, like you can go out here and you can kill these mobs and you can make gold, or you can sit right where you are right now and you can do something and make gold. <laughs> but the legal. The link will be in the dis the description, and it's coupon code reloaded. Thank you. And if you like these guys, these guys also have a. Uh, if you like them more than us, they all they also have a coupon code. One is Duranosaur, no, and then Warcraft Reloaded. Use re use Warcraft Reloaded. Uh, but one thing I just want to back what you just set up massively is actually part of the reason that I can afford the. Um, the repair mount as soon as I get in Dalaran is because of that gold assistant, not because of the farming that you mentioned, but the profession where like the gold flipping potential mm -hmm. where it literally says, buy this, craft this and sell it. And I know there's add-ons that do that because everyone straight away says, oh, use TSM. I'll be honest with you. I've never used TSM because I use 
I use rested XP, so why would I use TSM? But trust me, the amount of gold I made from dual crafting using rested XP is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I you, can, you can use... a little bit more, like, entry level too, right? Like, there's a big learning curve to using TSM for a lot of different things, right? And if you know how to use it, I think you can use it very effectively. But if you don't, you're just kind of... It doesn't tell you what to buy. It just says, like, hey, these are the things that maybe sell better right now, but it has to rescan and all this stuff, so... Yeah, it's, usually I'm it's, looking at something from 62 hours previously, and I'm like, damn it. You could definitely do it with hours. TSM, but you have to go through all those steps of that work to look. Like, right. this literally parses it out for you and says, these are the top three three things for what you can do right now. And that's the beauty of it, is that it just takes you from having to go, okay, scrolling through, okay, okay all right, so that's, okay, so that's, no, that's, Someone just posted that really high. That's not actually going to sell for, you know, there's a lot of like work that goes into using TSM and this just takes that right out for you and just lets you know what's up. It's really cool. Sorry. I didn't mention that at the top of the show, but I wanted to mention it because we're, we are excited to partner with them because we talked about them constantly and now you can, they, you can actually help support us by going and getting the guys that we've all told you to get for like months now. So check it out. All right, uh, let's move into <laughs> time for the news. All right, we already talked about it a little bit, but just letting ev- everybody know that Brew Brewfest is now live and will run until October 6th or 5th. So if you guys want to do all the events and everything, I do want to remind everybody that you want to make sure to get the Brew Brewmaster uh, achieve uh, achievement if you want a 310 mount. All of the holiday achieve achievements together complete what a long, strange trip it has been. And that gives you a, three, a 310 speed Violet uh, Proto Drake. And you don't make sure to check, you don't have to do all of the Brewfest stuff to get it. It's like, there's like three achievements you don't have to do or something like that that aren't actually in the Brewmaster, but you want to get Brewmaster, check that out in your achievement tab under World Events. So don't miss out because if you miss this, if you miss this this one, then you're just a whole nother month away from not having your, your 310 mount. Anybody have anything to add on Brewfest? Uh, the the, X, the XP buff. That, that's oh, really. that's what I... Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so, guys, every day, six... It's either somewhere between 6 and 6.15 a.m. and p.m. Your server time, not your time, but your your your, your server time, a buff for 10% extra XP goes out. It's a two-hour buff. Um... It does not persist through death, I believe. And it no. does not count towards quests, I believe. I believe that's the information we have. But either way, you can get that every day through the fifth, and it's gonna be a huge thing for leveling in North in Northrend. So make sure you are are utilizing that buff. I think, dude, I think the first one to break that news of that that I even saw was your buddy the goblin, right? 
I mean, everybody's made something about it now, but I think he was the first video that I heard about it on. I I, I done it about three months ago. I don't know. I don't oh, know well, then you, you were well, then you you were definitely first then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, literally, I've done it in a things you should prepare for RAF or something like that. As soon as I saw that Brewfest was, it's in one of those videos. It's not a Brewfest specific video. It was just a way to prepare for launch day video, and yeah. I've been planning to get that buff and log out with it literally for ages. Yeah, well, for our server, it's great because it's going to drop an hour prior to the global launch. So I'll be able to just log our characters in and only have to log out for like 45 minutes. So Yeah, I guess I didn't really understand what this was, right? Because yesterday I was like, man, we just missed that 6 p.m. buff. And he was like, we don't want it right now. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yes, I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah I'll right. be getting mine in the morning. I'll get mine nice and early, leave my character logged off all day. Because my intention on Monday is just to sleep literally all day. Because I, I don't think I'm going to sleep till 80. Just, no, just go for it. I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure what our plan is. Well, I hear that people apparently are going to do 70 to 80 in eight hours. And I've been racking my brains on how that's physically possible i've had the people who who claim they're going to do it in eight hours you know literally tell me i am him i am going to do it in eight hours and i just don't i, I honestly i don't get it there, there's it can't be by legitimate methods because i've played on a lot of servers i've done a lot of 70 to 80 and that's that's ridiculous you know that's like one point i think i worked out it's like 1.85 million xp an hour you have to literally kill 20 i think it was like 29 you know equal level mobs per minute oh god i was eight hours straight i wonder yeah. if they're trying to do some sort of like aoe farm where their healer is out of their healers are like out of their group or something like that like oh, i mean dude, yeah like mob a miserable time because I, assume... I mean the mob respawns at least in beta were absolutely uncanny. Like, my warrior was fine, but when I tried to do a rogue that was in the blue gear, the blue um, template gear, I was getting smacked right outside Utgard Keep, like, because they just kept spawning so fast. I was like, I can't keep up with this DPS. I mean, the gear wasn't great, but it was still, like, like I had no time to rest at all because they would just spawn so quickly right after death. So I don't... They, they might be able to do some sort of A... AOE stuff. I'm not sure. I'm sure it's a lot of pre-questing and abusing uh, like item restore and stuff. And then using that to get out ahead and then a combination of like big AOE farms in like specific certain areas that they test out on the beta. Maybe probably I think it's a team thing too, right? Like I think those people who are like the first level 80s in the world, they're going to have a lot of people assisting them with like mm. summoning them around Northrend um so that they like their travel time is essentially like zero anytime they want to like switch zones or whatever it may be. I think it's a lot of that stuff, so it's it's not going to be like your average player who's just like logging in and they're just like, oh, I'm going to get on a boat or get on a Zeppelin and, and then just like play and oh, I'm going to get this done in like eight hours. Like, no, <laughs> there's like there's, so much yeah. prep and, and stuff that's gone into some what these guys are going to do. Uh, it oh, should be tri we're trio leveling. We're trio leveling and we we predict it's going to take somewhere between 18 and 20 hours, you know, which I'm really happy with because I, I, I've 
I basically I wanted to do it in 30 hours. But you know, that, yeah. I'd have been happy with that. Three hours a level. But we've been doing a lot of testing even up until today. We've literally been it's the three of us doing dungeons. That's it, dungeon cleave. But we've got pretty much every dungeon down to an art, I wanna say. You know, every pull, every cooldown. And yeah, we're we're pulling somewhere between I'd say seven hundred to a million, you know, seven hundred K to a million consistent xp an hour uh, but i we just we've tried everything you know and just can't think of any any way to make it quicker basically mm-hmm. well there's the one thing like there's probably the people that are really planning on pushing it have new characters that they didn't turn in quests throughout so they can do you know like they they they're probably doing the karazhan ring the uh mount hydra ring oh, yeah. like all of those oh, like we've got all that yeah, or like yeah, we've got all that. Yeah, there's like a hundred k a pop, like because you just get to turn the quest in one after another and stuff. And there's all kinds of extra things like that. We didn't go that sweaty. We're gonna kind of struggle bus a little bit. We're doing a trio yeah. too, but one one of the characters is on follow. My rogues on follow while yeah, we uh, warrior and uh, it's a duo priest. with like luggage, like. I think the race is going to be, it'll be very cool to see because I think like there's be- different organizations are going to be like tracking the race. I know um, Method is going to have like a full stream where they're like hopping around at the different like speedrunners and highlighting them and stuff. Is um, it Willie going to be casting? Willie, uh, yeah, Willie's doing a section. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like that's going to be fun to watch. I feel like the downside though is that with the raids not being out, for like however long it is it's like uh like a week and a half or whatever like there's there's nothing to rush to is there yeah like a lot of i think you miss out on a lot of like the super sweaty guilds i don't think you're going to do things like what progress did when tbc came out because they don't need to like there's no reason for them to pull like you know 30 to 40 hour like straight play sessions to try to like get to max level get attuned get into the raids i know there's no like attunements or whatever but essentially like they don't need to do that and so i don't think you're we're gonna see those like progression and speed running guilds necessarily like participating in the race as much which is i think too bad because i love i love it when like the entirety of world of warcraft basically is like hey we're all leveling and you've got everyone from the guy who's not using any guides who's just like just like taking a zeppelin taking a boat and then you've got people that are like oh we've been planning this for like a year and a half right yeah. and they're all going they're all leveling fast they're all going for the same thing and i feel like because the raids are delayed those big guilds are just like ah, we'll just you know we'll just get everyone's like two or three or four characters done and we'll get it done leisurely and it'll be fine see yeah i agree i i think the raid should have been there from the the get-go uh, it, it would have gave me a lot more like when you're rushing to level 80 it's like right i'm not sleeping gonna get to 80 you're rushing to go into five man heroics you know essentially that's all you're rushing for whereas if you was rushing and it was like right let's get in nax we're going in full questing gear mostly tier six whatever you know let's get in nax like that would even make nax more fun let's be honest you know that would actually make that a more interesting experience instead we're going to be going in nax in full pre-raid bis dark moon car greatness you know all the emblem gear you can physically need, and it's just going to make it an actual. It's going to be. A, it's going to be a joke, isn't it? Let's be fair for yeah. the people who who have rushed. It's yeah. The rate, the like, quote unquote, like progression race is going to feel. I feel like it's just going to. Yeah, it's not going to feel very. 
uh, fun, I feel like, because it's going to be everyone's going to be everyone that's like has a chance at it is going to be so decked out in gear. They're probably going to have practiced it like, a, you know, so many different times. And like, there's no outside factors, I feel like at that point, at that point, it's literally just like just logging in and like getting it done as soon as the raids come out and then like, guilds are going to just slam through it and have no problems. See, and I, mm, yeah. I, I agree with you guys for like, that would have been exciting, but I think for the vast majority of the player base, the dads that, you know, have a certain amount of time to play and everything, I think this, this gets rid of a lot of anxiety for people. Cause I remember Mel and I made ourselves sick leveling in TBC in dungeons because, you know, we were going down from 40 man to 25 man rating and we didn't want to be left out of the group. You know, like we, we wanted to make sure we got there, you know, and that is even compounded for people who can't play much, you know? So I think overall, I think it's a good thing for the majority of the player base, but it is a bummer to not get to see that type of race. Cause it's a lot more ex exciting. I, I think mean, selfishly, like we're going to be at TwitchCon when the raids open, and that's not uh, ideal. Oh yeah, know? I'm going to be doing <laughs> progression raid from an Airbnb. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to be standing Progr behind Gerardosaur, just being like, "Hmm, why'd you do that?" <laughs> you said progression. You're so funny. We're talking progression. about yeah. progression. Yeah, <laughs> literally, you can just lag out unless you're the main tank, and you guys will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even the main tank probably would be fine. It'd be someone else who could just like take it, you know, as a DPS DK or whatever. But it's, it's uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think we're gonna have any progression in tier seven. Well, <laughs> the majority of guilds, I think, will probably be all right. You know what yeah. would have been the coolest, like like world first race though, if they had one fresh server only open the day Wrath hits. And you watch and see, and no raid timer. You just watch and see if a guild could make it, like how long it would take to make it and actually clear Nax. Like, I'd have played there. Uh, like, yeah. I, I can tell you 100% I'd have been on that server. That would be a neat thing. That's how I wanted Fresh to come out. I, I wanted it to come out the day Wrath launched because I feel like you would have just gotten people who really wanted to play fresh and the server numbers would make a lot more sense rather than your tourists who are just like, well, I'm set over here. I'm just going to play on fresh and then I'm going to leave it when Wrath launches and never look back, you know, type of deal. This is where I might, con yeah. well, this is where I will contradict myself. So uh, yeah, like I would have played that server. You know, a hundred percent. Like, if there was a fresh raft launch, yeah, a fr a actual raft launch, user all going into North End, we're level one. I'd have loved the prospect of that four weeks ago, but actually, I would probably say I've preferred the way they've done it. Like, genuinely, it's probably I've the best way. Absolutely loved the last four weeks. Like, it's been, yeah, it's just it's the the mo the best experience I've had in TBC. But it's because I'm such a raft fanboy. That you know, being able to play TBC, which is an expansion that I don't mind. I'm not going to say I don't like it, but you know, I don't mind TBC. But doing it with level eighty talents, it, it's just been a game changer. I, I've like, I've enjoyed TBC blast. in a way that I wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think for the most part, it's probably the best thing. But the the only problem I saw is with just like 
you know, what we saw with server queues and everything else. And like, I just hope that those servers are healthy after everybody goes back home, you know? And I I could be wrong. It could be everybody wants to actually play there. You know, I could be completely wrong. Only time will tell, you know? Well, our server queues definitely disappeared with the the, the bot fan wave. And uh, I like what you asked. So obviously I know we're going to get into the interviews and stuff, but you know, you asked Brian about it and, it was very like, oh yeah, that sort of thing can pay a, you know, that that could have made a difference. But he didn't say yes. That's what we done. He was very evasive with his answer. Um, but I know, as in, like I'm telling you, factually <laughs> accurate, that I personally know gold sellers that have been banned on the fresh servers, and you know, we're talking I, I, I gold sellers with tons and tons of accounts. And if you sat there now thinking, why do you know loads of gold sellers? Because I buy gold. No, 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 no. It's just because people people talk to me. I, I literally, I as as many of you like may have even had emails. Like I get emails from gold selling sites. You know, saying, "Can we sponsor your videos?" And it's like that's a bit weird. Like I can't, I can't really do that. But I ha- I had one specific site reach out and say, "Like, uh, can we sponsor a video?" Uh, and I emailed back. Just I email back to everyone. You know, I email back saying. That would not go down well with a community, me, you know, <laughs> accepting it, blah, blah. And they said, we'll come back with a revised offer. And I was like, I didn't reply, but I was thinking, I didn't want a revised offer. I'm t- I've already told you no. <laughs> and then they emailed me again and said, scrap that. All of our bots have been banned on Feckle, oh, wow. which is my server. So, yeah, like, I, like, I know firsthand we don't need you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll just buy it from someone else. Don't worry. But I want to, yeah, but that, like, uh, you know, 100% truth. I, like, they genuinely, I, I think that's where the server queues have gone. So many bots have been banned on these locked servers and they can't recreate the accounts, which isn't that scary. Feckle went from mm-hmm. a 12,000 people queue to nothing. Like, is that how many bots were actually playing? That's yeah, how it actually was. It was like six yeah. hours to three hours to literally just nothing ever. And then it's the other mental. day it was like, it was and like we wonder, and we were like, whoa, oh, hold on. <laughs> and then it was fine. I, yeah, it's crazy, too, because like, I, I think. They alluded to it, I think, in in your interview, uh, Bob and Mel, and then I think and also in Josh Corbett's interview when he asked um, a grind about it, Josh Greenfield, like they kind of like waved it off, like what Scott's Scotty's saying, like they were just sort of like, oh, yeah, we locked the servers. So then like bots got and then we banned some bots so they couldn't the transfers come back. were great yeah, but the transfers. It was the transfers. <laughs> and I'm like, it's the bots, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's 100 percent the botting. And we get yeah. we get mad at him, but I mean that's some that's a big money. Like unless we're gonna be okay with the WoW token, like I mean we've got to be happy with like just getting the game and getting you know the the like recent support. You know it's like you know that kind of brings me into my my um, next uh, couple things. So Blizzard's been recently like. Basically, commissioning different creators in the classic space and giving them an opportunity to make videos for them. We got one from Willie about Mm -hmm. five big uh, PvP changes. I'm not going to go over the PvP changes because he does it in a really concise uh, under 10 minute video, which will be linked in the the description below. 
but he does it great. It's great changes. He has, you know, it's cool because I'm sure, I'm sure Blizzard gives him the exact info, you know, that like he can use and it's great. And then there was one from, uh, from, uh, Platinum Wow, where he, he does mm-hmm. his, you know, fun interpretation of, of lore of the, uh, trolls, uh, in Northrend. And then, like they did the one that just absolutely blew me away was was the Wrath of the Lich King classic trailer by Hurricane. Have you guys all seen this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It's oh, insane. it's insane. If you don't know Hurricane, he also did a Nax one years back for private servers. He did a AQ1 Blackwing Lair, but I mean it's he was awesome. he was gonna do one for uh Road to Rag too oh, really? he was very close to doing one yeah for our like our hardcore molten core and the thing that stopped him was he needed he kind of needed like gm privileges like he needed an account with gm privileges so that he could get the footage he needed um and he just wasn't able he like reached out to blizzard and we tried to reach out to blizzard and we just like couldn't get it for him but and then there's also like uh sarth zico and quissy did Yep. That like that video that's like on the launcher, like they've been doing a ton of stuff where they're just like, hey, there's there's so many talented people within the wow sphere. Like, let's let's have them. Let's like give them and endorse their content and have them be like official wow creators. And I feel like they're also they've they've kind of just like. I feel like over the last few months, that's like blown up, like we're doing all these like uh heroic northrend boost giveaways and like even at that like i know you guys are doing we're doing them today uh here on the podcast scotty's got some i've got some and they were like oh we want you to include that you are a wow creator when you give those away we want that to be one of the like pieces of of material Mm -hmm. and this like social media and stuff like i think that they are leaning super hard into this uh into that like sphere of talent that they have available that like we're not employed by blizzard or anything um but we love what they're doing and we can like take information that they want out there and like do our things with it like scotty makes incredible videos that are that dive into information like give him information to put out there um give bob like the opportunity to interview people because that's what we do we come on warcraft reload and we talk to people uh Mm -hmm. and just like finding all of our different talents in different ways and utilizing us and i think that that is a very good sign because i think that that means Mm. that more people will have more information um just about what's going on at blizzard and that's like i feel like always the biggest downside with blizzard is like we don't know why they do the things they do so mm-hmm. people jump to conclusions and it turns into negativity so the more open they are transparency yeah i think that that just it breeds so much so many good vibes yeah you know, i find it makes the content more relatable like that's the best way that i would put it across because let me like, like for example willie so willie's done a few videos for blizzard now and on the world of warcraft official channel if I see a World of Warcraft official video pop up, I'll be honest with you, I don't click on it. Like, I don't want to watch it. Why, why do I want to watch something that they've put out? I'm not being funny. I know it's going to be basic. It's going to be boring. I don't want to watch it. Right. As soon as Willie started doing videos for him, I click on all of them. Just, you know, it, it started with Willie, but now I know there's other people doing it as well. But, you know, it's like, oh, I wonder who's doing it now. You know, I wonder who's, who's the voice of this video, who's putting content into this video. It's making it more relatable to me personally, where I actually want to watch them now which I'm sure it's probably had that effect on a, a lot of people because, 
you know, if a World of Warcraft trailer goes out, all right, you you might watch it, you might not watch it. Most of the time, it doesn't even show up in the algorithm because they may be a monstrous company, you know, but across YouTube, it, it don't work like that, does it? You know, let's yep. be honest. But they need to up their game anyway because there's going to be, there's a lot of companies out there, a lot of game developers that, that do treat content creators who help promote their game with that love and show the love by help like letting yeah giving them the power to create better content create content that you know not everybody can just go and find on google yeah give it to the content creators first because ultimately they're going to now spread that information for you you've got less work to do you know that's 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 perfect for them as a company and and that is something that ash is a creation and you know i talk about them all the time because i'm quite excited about that game they they're already doing well you know even from an even though they're only an alpha you know, and beta should be soon, but soon was like two years ago. Uh, <laughs> but I, I literally, I was amazed, you know, when I streamed the Ashes Alpha, I don't know, I, I had 100 viewers on Twitch, you know, not not that many, but still, a, you know, a decent amount, really, right. when you look across all of Twitch, 100's not that bad. Yeah, but I actually bad. had their marketing director in the chat, Margaret Crow. Wow. She was in the chat talking to everybody and saying, what do you think the game looks like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm a li- I, like Asmongold streaming this at the moment. You know, why are you not in Asmongold's chat? You know, but because she's seen me stream the game. Well, you can't get anything done in Asmongold's <laughs> chat. Asmongold's chat. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but you know what I mean? It, it, makes, it makes you want to help the company when they want to help you. But, you definitely, know. definitely. Yeah, yeah and you're sure. right. Like, I, uh, first, I be honest, the only Warcraft videos i watched on youtube be, like prior were the uh ones with taryn gregory and it's just because i personally know him and he's the guy that every blizzcon would sit with us podcasters who are kind who were kind of looked we used to be looked down upon from <laughs> blizzard like it was hard to get like press passes everything but taryn gregory would always come down you know the first few days and talk with us for hours at the the uh, Hilton Bar, like the the podcasters, like the redheaded stepchilds, like and he was always so into everything. And so whenever his would come up, I would be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch this." And it's this it's the same thing with with Willie Sarth, Quizzy, you know, uh, Platinum Wow, and all these different you know things. Like they're 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 really just I mean they're doing themselves a big a big favor and they're gaining a lot of community uh, respect and and ire I think it's really neat. Can, can I say one thing where it can swing in the other direction and this sure. is like this is going to be a little bit controversial probably especially for anybody who's a content creator that's listening is you shouldn't lose yourself at the same time though you know as in like I hate to see it when you've got somebody who's quite a, a big per- I'm not I'm not saying anybody has done this by the way I'm not like pinpointing anyone I just mean in general you know when you've got someone who's a, a, a big personality got a lot of opinions and then when they do start doing things for them then they start towing the line do you know what I mean you need to keep your like hold your own even if it is with yeah. Blizzard still just yeah have your own opinion because they won't mind you know as in right. they'll respect oh it. yeah there's there's people out there. I don't want to name names because I don't think they necessarily want that reputation. But there's a lot of wow content creators who are very quick to criticize. 
And I, I respect those people a lot because even, yeah, even when they do get the opportunity to like do wow specific content, they're, they are maintaining that. And I think that's important because you, I don't know. I feel like the average viewer, the average player, like they want uh, people who can connect to and talk with Blizzard to voice those things. They don't want yeah, people, absolutely. they don't want content creators to just be like, Blizzard's are the best. Everyone should play the game. Like that doesn't, no, because they, that's not how they feel. But I think Blizzard knows yeah. that too, right? Like I think they will rely, and I'm not saying like, you know, there are certain times where you're just trying to get information, right? And then there's certain times where you have to dig deeper into a topic, right? But I think Blizzard understands that they, like us doing an interview and them just like providing the same information they've provided elsewhere is not going to help them at all, right? Like that's not going to make it better. It's just them getting the information from a different voice and that's not helpful. But I do think that it is difficult for a lot of people to hold their ground in something when they feel like they shouldn't speak up, right? Well, but there's different av there's different avenues to do that. Like I've in creator discord, I've definitely like voiced some like negative opinions and I apologize for it. And I just give my reasoning, you know, but like, and like, you know, it's been nice. There's been different people who've spouted up for me and be like, dude, this guy's usually really like really positive, you know? So, but, but like say a blizzard interview, I've got 30, like 30 minutes to get answers from that person. I don't feel a need to give the opinion that I've had, you know, on multiple shows to that, you know, like Blizzard person. Cause I feel like, you know, it's the interviews there to get their answer and they're going to give you whatever answer they want to fight them. It's just kind of biting, you know, biting the hand that, you know, is trying to like, yeah, bridge a gap with I you. Think you know what I mean? Respectful way of trying to. Yeah, you don't want to be argumentative. Yeah. 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 Agreed. And I mean, you be argumentative. You you know tank it, and then they're not going to have you back for an interview, right? Like, but there's a respectful way to say like, I, and I think like Scotty did, right? Like, well, I don't agree with you. I want random dungeon fighter. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just it was just cocky, and it was just you know it's me again. I'm not going to go yeah. on there and change my personality. I've I've banged on for hundreds of videos, which I, I've got no doubt in my mind that the Blizzard community manager, at the very least, you know, has watched. I know she would have watched mm -hmm. them. So for me to then sit there and go, yes, Blizzard, yeah, you're right, yeah, we shouldn't have random dungeon finder. People will be watching and going. Wow, you wow. are a knob. Yeah, <laughs> and know? I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I throw something in. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I just at the, you know at the start I was like, you know, I said the truth. Like you guys have been doing a lot of changes for the most part. I like most of them. Don't like all of them, but for the most part, I've been enjoying most of them, and that's that's the truth, you know. And like, but like you know, that's not the time to be like, why did you do this? And everybody wants you to grill them, you know. And it's just like, dude, that's not. Like that's not what it's about here. I'll, it's, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. You know, like you have to pick your you have to pick your one thing, right? Like you pick one thing that you really want to dive a little bit deeper into, and then the rest of the things is just getting information. Yeah, but I, I, I I'm biasly, or you know, not because I want any special favors from Blizzard. I'm in their corner on pretty much everything that they're doing. 
Like yeah. genuinely, yeah. like yeah, I, I, I honestly, yeah. I, I've, I am a big one for changes. I want changes. I want things that are going to make the game better. Spice it up. It's a second chance for them. There's not right. many gaming companies that get a chance to release their biggest hit, but go back and go, what didn't work? Let's yeah. change that. You know, like not many people get that chance. So the things that they're doing, while they seem mental, and you've got all these people on YouTube comments, Twitter, Reddit, Reddit's the worst. You know, all saying like, oh, all we want is Raph. We just want it how it was. It's like, yeah, but we don't. Like, I don't yeah. want it how it was because it was all right how it was. It, it was fine. And it's fine on private servers. But if we've got a chance to make certain aspects a little bit better, which I know we're going to get onto all of this soon, so I don't want to go into specifics, but I think we should embrace it. Yep. Right. I think if anybody looks back at anything that they did 10 years ago that was good and they say, I wouldn't change a thing about that. Like, that's just a lie. Like, you would change a couple things. You would definitely yeah. change a couple things in that. Maybe not everything. Maybe the result is the same. But you would definitely go back. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, you're going to go back and be like, yep, it probably would have been better without this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And, yeah, there's just, I mean, there's, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. But, boy, they've just been banging them out. Uh, but before. Why do we get this? No, one thing I want to say real fast. Why do we get this like roller coaster of information? And I think I know the answer to this, right? But it seems like Blizzard just like floods us with information and then goes ghost for like two or three weeks and then floods information and then ghosts for like a month and a half, right? <laughs> it's like I feel like there's a know. lot of people that work on both teams. I feel yeah. like that's that's where it boils down to, but also, they just got all those new people. So, like, hopefully, this is like a mainstay and it's here to stay now. I'm hoping, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. But we're we're gonna get into like uh, just a couple changes that just came in just this last week. But I want to do one more of our giveaways. Um, oh, I guess since Mel just walked off, uh, she's not gonna do her question. So I'll go, huh? Okay, so I do I do want to wait to let Mel do hers. So maybe we'll just uh, start on the next uh, the next topic. We'll be doing it here shortly. So don't don't go anywhere. All right. So just yesterday, we uh, found out here. Let's do this one first, since you talked about it just a just a um, second ago. You were. You're talking about Karazhan farming. They've changed the raid, the way the raid lockouts work. Now, Scotty did a video about this earlier. The wording is horrible. Scotty read it in a different way than I did. I read it as five instance lockouts for a raid, period. And I just thought that that would be a week. And I was like, well, oh, that's interesting. But then, like... When Scotty did his video, he talked about how it said there would be added to the uh, to the dungeon instance lockouts, which would be horrible too. Because if you're you're farming in a dungeon, you might lock yourself out for raid. So we're assuming that it's on a different timer, but there is lockouts no, now I've for raid. I've got some info. Oh, good, good. I think I've got so I think I've got some info. So actually, I wish I could say his name because he put a, a brilliant comment together on YouTube, and I'm gutted. That I didn't actually look at what his name was because I'd love to shout it out. But the way he's interpreted it and what absolutely makes sense when you read it is 
What my worry was, was let's say me, yeah, I'm farming Morodon, getting Mithril, and then it's raid time, and I'm like, oh, I've hit my five instance lockout, I can't get into the raid. So the raids do share a lockout, you like your five instance lockout. But technically, if what that, how that reads is interpreted right, you could technically do 50 instances, or maybe not 50, because it's probably not 50, but you could, as long as you've only done one, like that particular instance once in an hour, so you could do Moradon five times in an hour, but then you could go to Ramparts, and Ramparts won't go towards that five-instance lockout. Then you could go and do Blood Furnace. That won't go to that five-instance. Then you could go into a raid. Oh, I'm not good sure, call. Good but the call. way Reddit does sort of then make sense, because it would stop that where, well, yeah, you can go into Nax after you've done five of the same instance farming gold, but you wouldn't be able to go back into the instance you was just farming gold in. I just, I'm not yeah, sure. That is it's true. It's poorly worded. That, 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 now that you say that, that is true because I've gone to a different instance and been completely fine. I'm pretty sure. But you can only do each instance once yeah. an hour. Yeah. It does say with this change, farming a dungeon should not prevent you from entering a raid instance so long as you don't attempt to reset and re enter that raid instance multiple times. Yeah. So, so it's, 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 it's going to be sorted. We're, we're pretty sure, right? It's I think, like, yeah. The I think the gist of it is mostly like if you were someone who was already like farming raids, uh, maybe you were doing like the Sunwell Plateau trash farm, or maybe you're doing Karazhan trash farm or whatever. You're no longer going to be able to like infinitely reset and farm those raids. That's I think yeah the meat and potatoes of of what this change is about. Yeah. But could this actually be a positive, well, not a positive change. I don't know how you'd look at it. Because I quite, uh, you know, I'm a prop paladin now. I'm loving farming dungeons at the end of the day. So could this actually open up for more abuse? So, you know, I could farm, if how I just explained it is actually how it is, which please, I'm not saying it's fact. I don't know. Uh, But, you know, could I farm, let's say, Shadow Labs five times, then go do Mana Tombs, that's six. Now go do Orcanite Crypts, that's seven. Go do Sephic Halls, that's eight. You know, maybe then I'd just go over and do Blood Furnace, Ramparts. Well, do you know what I mean? Could you essentially actually do even more dungeons per hour like this, but make sure you're not duplicating the dungeons that you're doing until that lockout then expires? Like, I, I, I don't yeah, know. I need I to do think it. That's, yeah, I think that's correct now, but I'm just, I'm, I'm unsure to say for sure, but I feel like I've done that before. I feel like I've done no. that before. Like, where I do, like, five instances... And then, like, I go to a different one, and like, I'm completely fine, and I can do five more. I feel like I've done that, but I just don't. I just don't know for yeah, sure. For sure. Well, it's it's definitely not something that used to happen. As in, this would yeah. be new. You know, if you was lock, if you was at your instance lockout, it don't matter what instance you go in. But yeah. it looks like they've put raids on it, but then they've made this stipulation, so my worry doesn't come to fruition. So, like, my whole worry was so many people farm dungeons now for gold, and it's only going to get worse in Wrath. Remember how easy the dungeons are in Wrath. Farming, farming gold in dungeons in Wrath is going to be far, far more lucrative even than it is now in TBC. So, you're gonna, yeah, it, it would just be that problem where it's raid time and you've got 15 people that are all locked out, you know, and you've got to wait 20 minutes. So have they then put this stipulation in which actually could now lead to possibly more abuse? I don't know. So somebody said it's five resets per hour, right? Which could make sense, mm-hmm. right? So if you enter, that's what it dungeon, used to be. 
Yeah, that's what it used to be, but people are saying that it's different But you could still enter a sixth dungeon or raid, right? As long as you don't reset it, right? If you've done five resets. No, you you wouldn't be able to physically walk in. Oh, that's a good point. Because that would would be your next reset. You wouldn't be able to walk in. But it it wouldn't be. You didn't reset it. Like, you you did five, you don't reset... On the yeah. fifth, and then you just walk into three different dungeons, and that's still the same reset. That's, that's probably no. what people have been doing. Because mm-hmm. yeah. so, you get saved, you get saved. It's a different ID, though, isn't it? It's not. But it's, it's not about resetting. Yeah, but, but it's the to- same. Like for instance, we 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 would be able to do like uh, so when we were boosting or getting boosted in Scarlet Monastery. We would they're all the same id yeah so they're all at graveyard library armory and cathedral are all the same id so you could do all of them and then reset yeah. and that would only count as one yep but like, it only count as one because it's the same instance it's the same id right. but what i'm saying is say you do uh you do you do sethic halls five times but on the last one you don't re- you reset sethic you could walk in all of those Dune dungeons and still have those to do and right. don't reset them. Yeah, don't re. Yeah, you just no, walk into one, do it. IDs. Walk into the next one, but do it. I I feel they're like different the different. Well, I feel like the whole instance cap thing is based on it's based on like resetting though. It's not based on. Uh, I think I think I think uh, right? Bob is right because I think that at the like all of those IDs. Let's like I think all IDs sort of like work on like uh, like if you think about them as like being layered, right? Like you could theoretically go into all the Aachen Noon dungeons one time each, and then right click your portrait, hit reset dungeon. You are now going into lockout two, and you could go and do all of them on lockout two, and then zone out, right click your portrait, hit reset. Um, actually, yeah, it does make sense. I don't, I'm not sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's uh, the way I, it works, and that's why people yeah, are getting yeah, that, confused that, what you're now. Saying does, that does make sense. Uh, I know we used to do it with Scarlet Monastery because it was the same ID, but... Yeah, that yeah, was I, weird. I, I, but I thought Orkenden were separate IDs. I mean, we could test that like very easily, just walk right. into all the Orkenden ones, but I feel like that if that was the case, then you, you would have seen that already. Especially with like slave pens underbog, for example, you wouldn't just seen boosted in slave pens. It would have been you'd you'd rotate between the two. You know, well, I, I don't know. I mean, what if people just didn't think about it, or that like, I feel like underbog just isn't. Maybe it's just not good enough, right? Like, because how long, like, how many slave pens runs can you do before, like, when you hit the lockout, how much time is left before you get back to the like the reset of that first lockout? Yeah, it was pretty maybe good. It's just like. Maybe it's just like they, it was done in such a way that there isn't that much downtime to just well, stay I in sightlines and hit lockout and they, then just wait around a little bit. I wonder if I they can't, I can't it, be though. sure. I don't, I by don't adding know. by adding raids to it, they may have changed it to resets instead of entering instances, right? Because before, I do think it was you can only enter this many instances in an hour, right? But now I'm wondering if they've changed it to you can only reset this many instances in an hour well because if if it worked that every single instance you enter like counts as a lockout uh then you could like you could theoretically like on an epic flying mount right go zone into like ramparts blood furnace 
uh, Shattered Halls and then fly over to Akanoon and you would only be able to zone into three of the Akanoon and then the, the, or yeah. And then you, the fourth one, uh, you, it would just say you're locked out. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. I don't though. think it is. Yeah. Cause I think I, I could I'm walk sure. in. I was under the impression it did. If I'm honest, I was under the impression that it was like that. Yeah. I just don't think there's been two dungeons close by that are good farms. But now that I'm thinking about it, man, you had an herbalist or a miner and an epic mount. You could have cleaned, and you were a rogue or a druid. You could have cleaned up early on in the ex, the the expansion, like that first month. Ooh, because you could have yeah, just went sure. into each of those, got the nodes really quick, reset, yeah. then did it again. Ooh. Well, now it's confusing because now we don't know where the starting point was. So now, even if we did know what the end point after these changes was, like, we don't know where we started. So now, where are we even at with this? All right, well, Mel... Good job, guys. We just confused ourselves even more. I know. Yeah. Mel, why don't you do your, your giveaway now? Everybody in chat, Mel's going to ask a question. Whoever answers it first gets a Northrend boost, upgrade, heroic upgrade. Uh, and just remember, they're NA, Australia, New Zealand only. So if you don't, if you have an EU account, you're gonna have to give it to our friend who's NA. So Mel, you want to go ahead and ask your question? All right. Just a reminder: you do have to be following to type in chat. So if you're not following, you may want to. If you're not following, you probably don't know the answer to this question. Sorry, but um, okay. What episode of the podcast did the podcast level up and add me as a host? I know you probably don't remember. Oh, nobody remembers. Everybody's Googling now. Like, trying to find it. probably don't remember the podcast before Mel, but. Start throwing out numbers, people. <laughs> right? <laughs> people are guessing. Nobody's yep. nobody's got it yet. Is it a trick question? No, no, no it's like there's a definite number. I wasn't on number. it initially. Bob likes to start podcasts without me and then bring me and then bring you in once podcasts. they're established. Yeah, yeah. No, not really established. You know, once they're going downhill and he's like, "We need a savior." Mm. I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. We've only got one answer so far that's close. Yep. Only one that's close. No, Space Marine, you can't just put every number. Oh, we have a winner. We have a winner. It was a smart strategy. I don't know. You, I don't know. It was a smart, it was a smart strategy. Right, you we'll you got to give it to him. Con, congrats, Space, Space Marine. It was, it was episode seven. seven. I'm going to send you a whisper so that I can remember. Where seven. did that go? Why did that? Should have. Yeah, was. Can you send me a whisper, Space? Oh, it's over here. I don't think Cappy answered. I think Cappy might be EU, and that's why. Oh, Space Marine said to give it to somebody else. Well, then we'll let you decide who in the (laughs) chat gets it, Space. Yeah, because Cappy can't use it. He's bought a boost. Oh, yeah. That's a tough thing, too. (laughs) What an amazing guy, Space Marine. People have got the the right attitude. Who is it going to go to, Space? Whoever's the never-ending story. story. 
That's a great movie. Dude, have you guys watched? Uh, have you guys watched? <laughs> then give it to Freak. He guessed uh, six, which was pretty close. Freak was pretty close, but I gotta he let also space do like it. Times, space you know, says so. s'mores. So s'mores, make sure to send me a tell because for some reason I can't send you one right now. Oh, here, maybe I can do it over here. All right, s'mores, I got you. Congratulations. I will get you sorted shortly after the, the podcast ends. But I got your name down. Winner number two. Oh. There we go. Two down, one to Rats. go. Still have one to go. We'll be doing that towards the end of the show, so stick around. All right, next big change. Sarth Three Drakes has been changed Ooh. to now... When uh, when there's one Drake alive, Sarth has 25% more health. Two Drakes, 45% more health. Three Drakes, 65% more health. But just to let anybody know who doesn't actually understand like the, the change here, this is a change specifically to stop the Zerg strategy uh, which I was doing on beta in blues. Like our whole raid was in blues. We were able to burn Sarth down before having any problems with the Drakes up. We wouldn't even have to mess with the Drakes. And this is a strategy that did come in in our original Wrath, but came in like during Oldowar when people had a lot more gear. Um, and this this change is basically to try to make it to where we have to, you know, Get a lot more gear before we're going to be doing the burn because the burn's still going to happen. It just might be a little bit later in gear level. So this change is to make you do the encounter correctly, and I think it's a good change. But what do you guys think? So wait, before can I clarify? Before the health did not increase. If it you had only increased to twenty five, like by twenty five, yeah, it's up about forty percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this this should make it so that, you know, you're not able to, like, every guild isn't able to do Sarth three grit, like, three drakes right off the bat. Because this would mean that most, like, sweaty casual guilds would be able to do Sarth three drake pretty easily on 25 man. 10 man, it's a little bit different, but, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, it's, I, think, yeah, I think it's good. I, I think we'll... I think we'll still see 25 man, one tank, one prop paladin, one holy paladin, uh, and 23 DPS, and still probably be able to do it even with a buff. You know, we're talking full bish, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, yeah, in, exactly. in tier seven. I think that it'll, uh, maybe not like the first couple resets. Um, but I think for that reason, it is, I think it's a great change because, again, like I, like what Scotty's saying, I don't think it's going to take very long before more and more guilds are able to still do the burn strat. It's just like adding that initial hurdle, which I think is a good thing across yeah. all while rating, like have stuff be hard at first and then get easier over time. Definitely. Cause if I'm doing it, I mean, I guess they weren't pug guilds uh, or raids. I was doing it with, I was doing it with like, you know, Simonized cricks, you know, like a lot of big pumpers, like really good tanks, rugs, Zyre, but still, we had lots of pugs and we were all in blue gear. So like, I just feel like it's good to get it some buffs. So it at least has some, you know, 
some bragging rights early on, but uh, I don't I think mean, there's anything like wrong wrong with like the burn strategy becoming something later. Like I would have not liked Sarth to be immune until all Drakes are down. Like I like to see, you know, if people are able to burn after a, you know one or two Drakes. You know, yada yada. Like I think this is not bad. I think it's, it's good. funny because being... oh, sorry, Melgo. No, you're fine. I think we don't want to go into raids and just demolish them, right? Especially because we know we're going to do them a bunch more times, right? And I think it makes it more entertaining and more enjoyable to have at least a little bit of a challenge. And then you know you can get it on farm later on after you have better gear, after you have, you know, things and it won't take as long. And I think that that's really the goal, right? Is that after Initially, when you go in, you want it to be challenging. And then the, you know, 20th time you're in there, you're like, okay, I'd like this just to, you know, I don't want it to be 30 minutes ongoing. Like, I want it to be shorter. I'll disagree with you on one thing. I agree here. Mm -hmm. Like, I like having these types of things. And this is a hard mode. Like, I think it should be like that. But I really enjoy that Nax is a cakewalk. Even with the buffs, it's, it's a cakewalk. And I love that because I already did it a shit ton in vanilla classic. And like, I just want to like, I love the fact that I can go in and actually do AOE stuff. And like everybody, not everybody, but most classes have a good amount of AOE and can compete and like that overall damage. And I think it's just a fun loot pin pinata of a raid. And I'm fine with the first one being like that, you know, like, I want to get all my alts geared up too. Like, you know, like it's like, I think the first raid being easy is always something that I like for any expansion. It gets the casuals in before they quit to be a challenge. Like you're supposed to be challenged. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard book. Yeah. 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 So I think this is a good change here. Like what, what the fuck are we doing? So the funny thing is actually with, with Saf that, you know, from from years of playing on RAF private servers, uh, the vast majority of, especially private server players, would actually rather do the tactics of the boss rather than zerg it down. Yeah, it's, I saw a lot of that on beta. Tactics, but if you understand the tactics of Sarth Three Drakes, it's easier to do the tactics than it is to zerg the boss and hope that a couple of people don't die to the wall and now you haven't got enough DPS to actually zerg it. Now everything falls apart because no one knows what the fuck they're doing. You know, now all they've been told to do is nuke the boss, pop all your cooldowns. But when you've actually got a controlled group that just manage the portals, they go in, they kill the drakes, they you know, they kill the boss, they avoid the walls. It's a really, really easy boss fight to do it properly. Like we wouldn't like you know, as the leader of our guild, like as in raid leader of our guild, we would not have been zerging it down week one. We would have been doing the tactics properly, no matter what, whether they buffed it or not, because it gets people in the right mindset. You know, of right, you're going in, you're going in the portal. You're, you know, you, we nuke this Drake. You know, you've got to learn positioning. You've got to. It just, it isn't. It's easier, trust me, than zerging it down. It's more. And as I say, it's if you've more done fun pugs too. On private servers, yeah, it is more fun. But as I say, pugs on private servers. If you was like, oh, we're just going to zerg, people would leave. It's like that's just it's it's not gonna work. Wait, do you get something more from having three drakes up? Yeah, you get well, you get a mount. I mean, two drakes <sighs> is all you need to do to get maximum amounts of loot 
But I yeah, am going to lose my mind. You get a mount from Friedrichs. I'm going to lose my mind because I've reminded you of this, I think, like four times on the podcast throughout all of our 120 episodes. The first time we dropped second on the server to drop three Drakes up on original freaking Wrath, Mel was the one that won the mount. And then my guild decided to never do it again until it was easy mode Zerg. Like, literally, <sighs> like, what? What? <laughs> What the heck, Mel? You got the mount. You know what you get. <laughs> you do get extra gear, though. For each drink up, Maybe though, you get an extra I piece of gear, right? That it only yeah, but only up to two. Only up to two. If, you, if you're talking, uh, uh, like, if you were strictly only bothered about kitting your raiders out, you're not bothered about mounts. Uh, like, there, there is no need to do three drakes, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You do three drakes, all you get is a mount. Got it. Well, okay. I, I mean, can't I'm believe fine with it. Uh, Mel. You had that had the mount, like out of all of us. I am. It's glorious. <clears throat> Probably got it for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, anybody have any final thoughts on the uh, the uh, three Drakes change? Uh, I'm I'm down for these types of changes. Absolutely. Like make make the hard mode stuff harder. Uh, at least to start out, right? I think that that's just good for the game. Agreed. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So and it'd just be a bummer if you guys went through the whole thing and didn't do it, you know, the right the, the right way. It's a pretty fun in, encounter and really kind of helps you hone your your skills for coming up uh, hard, uh, hard modes, you know. All right, let's move into... <laughs> Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right, so for discussion here, we're going to break down some of the changes that Scotty was lucky to have in his, in his interview that they weren't kind enough to give me one or two of in my interview. So... <laughs> They were trying to distract Scotty because they didn't want him to go too far into the random dungeon finder. They were like, if we give you enough other things, you just won't even remember to argue with me about the random dungeon finder. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, they dropped some bombs and I was so jealous of Wait, the answers. Scotty uh, might be muted. Was he, was he trying to talk? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I am muted. Sorry. <laughs> I was doing something else. My, my bad, sorry. I just wanted to make sure. We all yeah, yeah, no, I've, no I, I was just saying, yeah. I, I was, I can't even remember what I was saying. I'll be honest with you. I've had a few beers now. Just ignore <laughs> me. Just let me sit here muted and just mumble to myself in the background. <laughs> and you just have a really meaningful conversation and pretend I'm not here. <laughs> so, so. This guy's like, I really contributed. And then he's like, wait a minute. I didn't say anything <laughs> in that last bit. <laughs> Do you want to, uh, Scotty, since you did the interview, what should we hit on first? That's here in these uh, these um ch these um changes. What sh what should we jump into first? Um, I would say the uh, the fact that we're gonna get twenty five man loot from ten man raiding. Yeah, from tier eight onwards. I mean, I think that's quite a 
quite a quite a big change, and also, I mean, it's, we've got to talk about it all as a whole, actually, because we, we need well, we, we then need to address ten man loot from from five man heroics. Okay, I'm even confused how that's going to work if you understand the item level from ten man. Well, then here like, that's going to be very weird. Let me tell everybody the changes, and then we'll just jump in and talk about mm. the whole the the whole thing together. So. The, the loot changes are basically now. This is only confirmed for uh, for phase two and the Olduar release. We they're going to see if like it does well, and it might be something that goes on throughout the phase changes. So when phase two hits, basically ten ten mans from Sarth. Uh, Malagos and Nax will all drop 25 man loot. So if your guild still needs stuff from there, you can send a 10 man group to go get it rather than having all of your 25 raiders have to come when they don't need anything. That's what this is. Uh, that's, that's what this change is. Next change heroic plus dungeons so when olderwar releases uh all of the 10 man loot from phase one so 10 10 man nax 10 man sarth malagos they're all going to uh like all that loot is going to drop from the the heroic plus dungeons which you'll be able to change the dungeon to heroic plus uh, in a way, I forget exactly, like, a person in the dungeon changes it or something, like, but you'll be able to change to a buffed-up version of that heroic, and it will drop 10-man loot from the prior phase. On top of all of this, there's a new bonus bag. Anybody who plays, or who played, like, late Kata, early uh, Mop, maybe it was, but Basically, they used to give in, in, incentives in random dungeon finder, like they didn't have enough tanks queuing or they didn't have enough healers queuing, and they would give a bonus bag in, incentive to the class that needed to queue more. Well, in this, they've created an algorithm. So this has nothing to do with the, the uh, new looking for group, like UI or whatever, but if the out if the out the algorithm sees that you tanked or healed through a dungeon now is this only heroic dungeons do we know or is this any dungeon mm, it wasn't specific i would assume heroics but it, yeah, th th it wasn't specific yeah okay so if you tank or heal you get a bonus bag at the end that gives you consumes and has a small chance to give you rare mounts uh, they're, they've specifically said like ashes of Alar would not be a mount in there, but they did say the, you know, the Baron mount would be a possibility. The I think it's, mount for Magister's like Terrace. drop in dungeons in the previous expansions. Dungeons, yeah. so you, yeah, and, you're not going to get the Tiger. Anzu was a bit of a weird one. Yeah, uh, Anzu, Anzu was a weird one. one. Because Anzu, even in Wrath, still needs the uh you know for you to be able to summon it so i thought that was a bit strange you know you still need it's not until cat a pre a pre patch where 
you don't you know, it's just a boss in Caterpre patch Anzu is just a boss uh, so I thought that was a bit of a weird one because that really that sucks for druids that during Wrath actually go and do the quest you know to be able to still summon it to sell it or, or whatever they want to do mm. so that's the only one I don't agree with like you know when they said oh Cal, you know Calfas everyone automatic, uh, automatically was like oh it's going to drop Ashes of Alar I knew straight away that it was a white hawk strider. Obviously, it made sense. Um, and, and that's fine, because it doesn't require anything, does it? You can just go in there and farm it solo. Uh, but the Anzu one, uh, I, I can't really get on board with that being on in the bag. Well, and supposedly they say it's a really rare chance, but their, their, their main focus on this was to like basically give incentive for healers and tanks to be in dungeons, you know, constantly. Like, it makes it so they don't have... Like, their reasoning makes it so they don't have to farm consumes and stuff like that of that nature. But, yeah. I don't even know where to start with all this. not farming consumes. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with this. I think this sounds great. Yeah, the mounts are a little weird. I don't don't agree with it. I'll just put it out there straight away. Yeah, I I don't agree with the... That that was why, in the interview specifically, I even said, sorry, can we just clarify something? So you don't need to use the LFG tool. I can't remember how I worded it in the interview. It was along those lines. I was like... Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, because then he said, no, you don't need to be in it. It's just any time because the LFG tool is there to make friends. All right, I could have picked that apart, but I didn't bother. Um, he like, did specify. I, I could have. But... What did he specify? He specified that you couldn't do it as a like like a solo tank, which made me think. Yeah, you can't. Do you have to be dungeon. a five man dungeon? Does it have to be five people, or can you do it with four or three? Yeah, yeah didn't didn't specify the amount of people there needs to be. He just said, yeah, you couldn't do it solo, but. Let's assume that it needs to be a full five-man group. Uh, but even still, you know, that sucks, don't it? Like, y- you as a DPS, like, you're, you're in a guild, like me. I'm very lucky. I'm a tank. But how that sucks for the rest of the guild. We're going to be doing Listen, dungeons you're not going to be excited to get your Happy Meal at the end and be like, oh, well, guys, I, I got am. the good toy. Yo, so I think sucks. he's, okay, I think I, he's specifically. I, am, but I don't feel like I should get it. But art, but nah, it's, yeah, sure. okay, so it's a really interesting thing because uh, they implemented this in later expansions through looking for dungeon tool. And the way that it worked was who got that bonus loot depended on which role was not queuing enough to fill the dungeons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there were times where DPS would get the loot because there were more tanks and healers queuing than DPS. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there was probably right. times, yeah. Because you need yeah. three DPS yep. for every right. one healer so and tank, too. With the way this is implemented, because it's not tied to anything that tracks the pool of players available, and it's always tanks and healers, like DPS are never going to get this, which means that as things go on, I like, it's going to be funny. I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but what you could see is like trade chat or sorry, looking for group chat, the looking for group finder, bulletin board, whatever it may be, just full of tanks and healers. They're like, we just want DPS. Come DPS. We need DPS. We need DPS. (laughs) Cause for them, if they can spam run dungeons all day, yeah, they get consumables. They get, you know, 
uh, whatever else is in the bonus bag, they get like a chance at amount. Um, and for them, it like potentially becomes like this amazing gold farm. Uh, and for DPS, it's like, why would I go run that dungeon again? Like, I, I don't get anything for going and doing that. Well, you do what get, I mean, you do get the, bound, you do get the badges, right? which like, helps what if, though. What if they made if the it, consumables yeah. and everything soul bound so that it wasn't like you could use these and sell them on the auction house and make money? That's yeah, actually yeah. a really good call, Bell. That's something they definitely should do. So it doesn't screw the market. He did also say that there was an algorithm. Remember that. So he did also yeah. say there's an algorithm. So if, you know, if you've got tanks and healers all yelling out for DPS and there's not enough DPS, then the tanks and healers that are yelling out for DPS are not going to get the bag anyway. You know, assuming no, but I the, think algorithm the algorithm I think the algorithm is how much did you heal in that dungeon? How many and, people were in that dungeon? And how much damage did you take? how much damage did you take? I don't think yeah. the algorithm has anything to do with forming the group. Right. Well, I, I assume the algorithm just... was to do with the amount of people. I think I that's probably in there that. too. Yeah. Well, they because... just see who all has done any uh, moves in the dungeons. You know what I mean? I, yeah. That just seems well, like. I, you probably cheese like, that though. Without them having it, like an LFD tool implemented in the game that is like tracking who all is like in queue for these things like yeah there is that like group finder thing but there's people that form that are forming i feel like people form more groups outside of group finder than in group finder these days still so like mm. i don't know and how does it how does it specify who the tank is so if we were to think about with how easy raft dungeons are i mean i, I could go through and and do it as rep I could tank with Righteous Fury on uh, and do heroic. It's probably damage rep. taken. It's probably it's damage, damage taken. taken. And I think damage taken and really damage well mitigated. Geared, well, if you're, yeah, I was going to say, if you're really well geared, I don't take any damage, you know, as a prop yeah. paladin. It could count mitigated yeah, damage as well. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be damage mitigated. It's going to look at blocks. It's going to like specifically look at each different class for different things too. I think, like, I think so it's probably smart. Tank, well, if you don't then run a tank, so you just go four DPS and a healer, you know, uh, then surely one of those melee, let's say it was a, a Fury Warrior or it was a, a, a Frost DK or whatever, it's, it's going to be a DPS still, but will they be classed as the tank and then get a bag? It's going to be interesting so. to I find think out. That's what the algorithm is. That's like, if I mean. you went it's, in there, it'd be, it'd be funny to go into these with, like, go in with five DKs. And you're all yeah, who's gonna get bags? Then like, who gets the healer bag? Who gets the tank bag? Like, I feel uh, yeah. like that that's gonna be the like way far into the spectrum of like, you know, let's test this algorithm. I think in general this is good. In general, broadly speaking, I think it's good because you will get more of those of the healers and tanks doing dungeons for longer. Um, it is gonna be interesting to see what how people abuse it. And and where yeah. it looks, where it's at, like a few months down the line. Which is, probably is it, why is it not just vague. an ass about? Is it not just an ass like a backwards way of of trying to like? Surely the point of this is not actually to encourage tanks and healers. Which all right, we know it is. Like that, let's say that was the first layer. But it should really to be encourage people, uh, encouraging people to use the the new LFG tool. So you should really still only get the bag if you form your group through the, through the LFG tool. 
honestly, honestly, the biggest thing is what Duratosaur brought up is the fact it should be a thing that you can get because you're playing whatever is needed the most in Dungeon Finder. And I love this thing for random Dungeon Finder, but it is really unfair to the DPS. Like, cause it's just like healers, like there might be a ton of healers, but they still <laughs> get the bag. You know what I mean? They st like tanks too, you know, it's just, it seems really unfair for those different classes. And I so specifically don't this? like the mount. I don't, I don't want the mount to be given out it's because so of rare. achievement hunting. Like, I mean, my achievement well, hunter is, is a DPS. Not, like, It's not encouraging it in the right area. That, that's my point is like well surely where you want to encourage tanks and healers to get involved is in pugs not in guild i mean i i can go yeah. bang give me a healer give me three dps and i can form a group in five seconds i could log on now and go yep. let's do a heroic and then what does that mean uh, because i'm the tank i deserve a bag no of course i don't i've got a guild i've got a guild of people that we you know we all want to play together anyway like, yeah. well, I don't deserve a bag, but do I deserve I a bag like if a I sit there I in the LFG tool? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but if saying. I'm doing the LFG tool and I'm forming the group and there's not many tanks in the LFG tool and you're having to pull people together that you don't know, then, yeah, arguably, as a tank, you deserve a bag because you're going through that pain of pugging. Whereas in a guild, you can't get rewards over the yeah. rest of the guild, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. One for right. each role, like they did one for a healer, one for a DPS, and one for a tank, right? And they said everybody gets one, but DPS have to split it between three people, right? So you only get it like one third of the time. I I think what I think what Scotty's getting at is probably uh, it gets to the root of the issue, which is that uh, the rewards should be like your your like contribution to the larger pugging community that's what the reward should be it should be like it should be a reward for tanks and healers that are going out and pugging dungeons that's and but is that is that what they want to promote right like is that's it the, bad i guess that's that the I question have a guild that i can get a group together in my guild because i formed a social circle and i have a community of people but, that i enjoy playing with but you like, already have that that i want Yes, but now you're telling me that you want me to go out and no, because no, because doing it with your guild is like it's, way it's, better, right? Like doing it with your guild is like that's best. Depends on the guild, but, but the yeah. people that don't have that, they're getting this extra incentive. I think that's what like the, what you guys yeah. are getting at. Yeah, because like on retail right now. You could form dungeon groups with your guild and go do that, and then nobody gets extra like this bonus loot thing. Um, or you could go through the RFD tool, and depending on your role and like which role is getting extra loot at that time, you might get a bonus because you're going through the RFD tool. This doesn't have any like this is just like go and run dungeon like all tanks and healers like guilt your dps and they're running dungeons with you from your guild all day so that you can like farm a ton of like gold and stuff like which is fine i guess but i don't think that's the intended purpose i think but i, guess I think like what scotty's saying is like the intended purpose is like to build that pool of available players for pugging specifically tanks and healers but they, this doesn't necessarily like it's not a one-to-one -one. 
on that. So um, here's the thing, though. Yeah, I give it, give it two. Come <laughs> on, come on, Mel. You're all right. We have a 25 person raid. Okay, we have two or three tanks, and we have five healers. Right. So if everybody in that 25 person raid wanted to do a five person dungeon, then it requires. I feel like there's a lot more social people that you can bring in from the guild for DPS than there is people you can bring in for tank and heals, right? So the tanks specifically, right? Like I want to advocate for the healers, but like that's really just one dungeon for us. But the tanks specifically, right? Their time commitment to that would be so much higher if they were going to help everybody in the guild run through dungeons than it is for the DPS. But then all the druids, all the DKs, all the warriors, they can all use dual spec and tank dungeon. Yeah, the dual, the dual spec is a well, big change. Well, and that's change. fair. There's dual spec now. But to motivate them to use their dual spec, because they'd probably, in a lot of cases, rather DPS, right? Yeah. Or rather have their dual spec for PvP. A lot of people like that. But too. also, th- th- think in your own guild. Like I-, I can speak for mine right now that... Two to three weeks before Alduar launches, none of them are going to want to do a heroic with me. None of them. Like, no, unless there's a, an incentive to go and do it, they're not going to be that bothered or they're on their ult or something like that. So your, your running dungeons with the guild only last so long until they just don't, they don't need to do it. Like, what are they going to bother? It's great doing stuff with your guild, but they probably ain't that bothered about doing it they can skip that 12 minutes of absolute thrilling time with with mel <laughs> you know they they can skip that do you know what i mean uh That's for so yeah exactly uh but the people in trade chat or in lfg in the lfg tool or whatever you know they might not have a guild they're new to the game you know they've only just dinged 80 whatever you know they need mel they need Mel to go and carry him through the heroic. So that's where you get your extra reward. I don't think you should get your extra reward by doing a dungeon with all your tier seven full <laughs> bis guildies. Uh, again, just my opinion. I'm not saying it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's the right opinion. It's just, you know, it I mean, seems like I'm, we're incentivizing the wrong behavior. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, but like, I do like Mel's idea of all the consumes being soul bound. I really like that. Cause like, I feel like the DPS are going to hate that. Right. Cause <laughs> I can't like share I the, I think the guild bank or whatnot. I did read like an interesting thing about how, like, if this is like, if this does inspire a lot, it could help a lot of server economies. Uh, because if all the tanks and all the healers are just like getting consumables like thrown at them every time they run a dungeon and they it gets to a point where they're just you know throwing them on the auction house that'll drive prices down because it's just mm-hmm. an influx of consumables yeah. which just mm-hmm. makes you know rating and stuff cheaper for everybody so that's like a potential positive side effect yeah yeah, yeah absolutely a really I mean, positive side effect give you, yeah like random consumables right and then like if you were in a guild run and you did it with your guild and it gave you like a agility flask or something, I could give it to whoever was in my party that you that could could lead to some weird tension though. When it's like, you, you, I mean, you really want these rewards, don't you Mel? For guild runs. Yes, I I I do. I don't even care about the logistics of it. Like I probably, if I was DPS, I'd be hardcore against this. Right. But no, I'm a healer and this going to give me stuff so i'm just like gonna go all in 
But I'm not. I mean, as a that's I'm a not a point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, now no, that now the DPS uh, don't have to give me gold for healing them, you know, it's like I can take that out. That's fine. Now they don't have to pay me for getting healed in dungeons, and you know, yeah. no. But there's a good there's a good point hidden in all of that. It's hidden. You have to really try and find it. I mean, it took me a while, <laughs> but I found it in between in between Mel's selfishness of really wanting all these extra bags to herself. I found it. Um, mm -hmm. You can potentially, you know, if you are doing a guild run, you get the bag. Let's say me, I'm tanking and I open the bag and it's got a couple of agility flasks in or a couple of attack power flasks, a spell power flask, whatever. Then you do just divvy it out amongst everyone, don't you? And you go, here, you take that, you take that. So it, it would then make raiding cheaper for those that are mm -hmm. actually doing heroics as a guild. So there is, yeah. there is I suppose, that's on the, the flip side if I was to see it from Mel's point of view. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think it's that's the, definitely I think, what she was getting at. Yeah, I think driving yeah. the price God, down man. is kind of <laughs> rough, though, for people who like to make money doing professions. You know what I mean? Like, true. That like that kind of is a bummer for the people that make pots. It's like it's already going to be a crazy bummer because. Scotty did a video about it right after I had rugs on the show and mentioned what I was doing on beta like a month or two back. But there's a place for rogues to just pickpocket away. And that's like how we try and farm the crawl, the new crawl blade. But uh, yeah, it, I ended up just doing it for like an hour i ended up with like over a hundred uh health pots and different pots so i mean consumes i think are gonna be cheap already super cheap like it's gonna be not so especially with the quests that give out the little care packages too like i just feel like you're really pushing out consume makers as which maybe is a good thing because everybody's gonna want to be jewel craft and uh and engineering but i think like maybe it is a good thing now that i'm thinking about it because there's not going to be any people making potions so it might be really expensive so I, I, I always like to well obviously you know bob i've been on here enough times i do like to see everybody's point of view and you know i do try and look at it from everybody's point of view and i try to who it is you know where, uh, but but I can't shift on this. Like, unfortunately, I really do believe that this bag should only be attached to the LFG tool, and they should use it. They really want this LFG tool to replace Random Dungeon Finder, and they're like putting all their eggs in one basket and saying, "We'll do whatever we can to make it work." Then this is a tool at their disposal to make it work. Because as me as a tank. It will make me use the LFG tool at a chance at getting one of those mounts. Same. But I don't believe I deserve one of them for doing a guild run. Same. Uh, I'm you know, with Scotty. Mel has her own opinion. I don't know where Duratosaur lands. Okay. Mel's opinion is that I agree with Scotty just selfishly. I'm not going to be upset if they implement it without that. You but really don't no sound sense. happy saying you agree with me. That was, that's the hardest thing you've done all day. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was difficult. But I did I did yeah. it. Yeah. You're you're kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. I think that'd be a great compromise. Well and the way that's the way that Scotty has laid it out. Yeah. And Eskim in chat says that like a guild would would just use, you know, 
would just use the LFG tool to set up their guild run. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> but it'd be an but extra thing. Honestly, what we just need is random need dungeon finder, and it will be used, cur used like you would at least have to have one pug, you know, to like get the rewards. And you, and you use that. You use that. that. That's how you use random dungeon finder. You, you know, you do. You, yeah, you're a full guild group, but you use random dungeon finder. So if you're a full group and you use the LFG tool, there is no difference. Oh, and that's okay. So that's okay. So both in your interview and in mine, he made like both of them made a really good point about actually, I don't remember if it was in mine now, but it's a point that I haven't heard them use for the reason to not have random dungeon finder. And they use the point that, hey, you'd be able to do multiple lockouts of one heroic in a day if you just kept at it like you would find yourself in the same dungeon and have extra chance at that loot that you that you might have wanted now this is a problem well i guess with their changes to 10 man loot dropping in heroics later i guess it's it's a problem throughout the expansion it would have only been a problem at the start of the expansion but why not just make the random dungeon finder just not let you queue. Like, say you have, say the three of us are in private servers. Do well, yeah. Say the, the okay. Say the four of us are in a queue, and each of us has done one her one heroic. Our group just does not get to queue for that uh, for yeah. for any of those four dungeons. Like, I mean, I don't see how hard that that is. Like, but That's it was it a good point. Private servers. I don't think that's, I mean, if anything, I wonder if that was just like a one-off reason and thought. That but I mean, it, I think that, it was a good thought, though. I mean, yeah. if you were able to do, like, for rogues, the Biss uh, fist weapon pre-patch, you know, it comes from one of the heroics. If you could get in there multiple times a day, it'd be awesome, right? You know, you'd have, like, you'd gear up a lot faster, you know, and then just the ease of random dungeon fighter, you would gear up a lot faster on top of it. But yeah. I'm just saying specifically for the multiple ones, I think that's an easy fix. See, I was fairly sure by 3.3.5, that was how it worked. Like I, I, I it, that is how it works on private servers. Yeah. Like if me and if Duranosaur's done all of his heroics, except for culling a strat, and I've done all of my heroics except for Nexus. If we get in a group together, we cannot queue. Like we physically can't because, uh, yeah, we, we, yeah, There's, he's already yeah. done what I've done. I've done what he's done. But I thought by the end of three point three point five, that was how it worked back in the day as well. I can't be sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I, I, I'm sure they implemented that. I'm surprised that they're doubling down so much on the random dungeon finder. Right, like in every interview, they state like. It's not coming. Like, don't hold out hope, right? And I wonder how much truth there is to that versus how much they're just trying to portray right now that it's not coming, right? Does anybody... well, they're going to well, struggle. And to Scotty J's point, struggle going forward. If you want this, Sorry. yeah, if you want the, the tool to work and you want the tool to be used by a bunch of people and people to endorse it, you gotta just give the the, the 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 bonus bags to people that use it. You know, like well, Kata, they're like they're already putting surveys out about Kata, and Kata was heavily, heavily revolved around random dungeon finder. Forget raid finder when it come out. You know, 
during Dragon Soul, right at the end, like just write that off, that doesn't matter. But actually during Kata, when it changed from emblems to points, where it was justice points and you got X amount of points rather than X amount of emblems, you could do seven. I think like someone can shoot me down in the comments and, and whatever, you know, correct me, but I'm sure it was seven, as in you could do seven daily dungeons because you got like 42 points or something like that for the first seven, then it dropped down to like 12 or something. You know, but it, it changed drastically where actually the whole gearing process revolved around Random Dungeon Finder. How on earth is that going to work in Kata? You know, are they even looking that far down the line and going, right. uh, where, where are all of these justice points going to come from? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting that they're doing this now. This this change for the bag feels like something they could implement later. Because I I yeah, really like, think the tank shortage. Yeah, I think the tank shortage is going to be solved with duels with dual spec, and I've been saying this since like since TBC had a problem. Like since the start. Like if we had a dual dual spec, like things would be a lot smoother. I it, it, okay. I feel like I know. I know why they're doing it. I feel like I know why they're doing it. And I think that they're doing it because of all the controversy about not having random dungeon finder in. Right. So everybody's worried that they're not going to be able to find a group and all of this stuff. And so they're trying to show that they're going to make sure that their new looking for group tool is going to be effective in helping people find groups. And but it's not, though, because you're not required now. to use it to get these bonus bags. This bonus bag, I don't think, helps. Like, I think it just makes the guild run stronger. I think it just makes... I didn't actually have yeah. that opinion before we started, but now after hearing everybody's thoughts, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, it, I think we'll just have to kind of see where it goes. Because... Uh, it could be that down the line, uh, the bag thing is just like a non-factor because, again, it's just like maybe just tanks and healers are just opening it at the end of dungeons and they're like, does anyone want any of this stuff? And it's just yeah, like, that's just it. how simple it becomes. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I I do think it's interesting that all of the like, I think that a lot of the like, no, we're not doing Dungeon Finder. Stop asking us about Dungeon Finder <laughs> is their way of like trying to calm the community down because I think it's like it's. Still, I think to this day, the number one thing that's being brought up on like the WoW forums and stuff, and maybe even on Reddit and like Twitter and stuff, is just like Wrath players are talking about Dungeon Finder, whether it's they want it implemented or they, you know, w want Blizzard to stand firm and not implement it. It's just like the most talked about thing. And I think that maybe for them at a certain point, they're like, hey, can we like, can we lower that, the like, the background noise? of random dungeon finder so that we can hear about other feedback and stuff so that we can like work on these other things because it's just yeah. like it's such a hot button thing uh and even because i think it was during josh corbett's interview with a grin he said uh the team is split on this mm -hmm. on dungeon finder to still to this day there's team members on the classic route team that say it'd be good we should put it in there's people who say no we don't need it and enough and they've made the just decision for now to not put it in i feel like 
they could end up implementing it later but again it doesn't help them to like be wishy-washy at this point right because if if the community smelt that kind of blood in the water then it would be so much worse right now Mm. yeah i agree they're just like stand firm guys for right now this is what we're saying (laughs) yeah what about some of the other changes like uh do we want to hit heroic plus or the loot changes for 10 mans and 25 mans? Let's hit the loot changes because. So I did find more information on the loot changes. If you want me to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Mm. Um, well, I don't know if it's new information, but it says that there will be in the wowhead article that they did. It said to accommodate a larger loot table of 25 player Nax, the 10 player We'll drop. We'll have to drop more items, and we don't want the ten-player Nax raid to feel like it's better than twenty-five. So they're increasing the loot tables by about one extra item per boss in twenty-five Nax when they add the uh, twenty-five man loot to the ten-player Nax. Right. So you can still do the twenty-five man and, and get, get more extra loot. loot. Get more loot. Yeah. Or I'll you do the ten man. Okay, so I'll give you. Uh, so our guild leader Harskar. Um, and maybe guild leaders and guild leadership are the ones that really appreciate this change, but I do get it from their point of view. Like, trying to make your guildies that need nothing from the old raid go back in 25 man just feels bad for them because it's just like they have to drag people kicking and screaming and bitching and moaning with this change, like it probably helps guild leaderships across the board just make people happy easier. And I do think that's kind of a neat change. And it's the old stuff, you know. So I do think it's kind of nice just to be able to be like, okay, well, these few people still need stuff. Let's get a 10 man going. And that's kind of cool. Like it, 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 it'll, it'll be much more important in Olduar than it would be. Like, if we went to TOC, like, this change actually is much better for the Olduar tier because next 25, you'll be able to do with, like, 17, 15 people, you know, like, once uh, once you guys have some Olduar gear. So it's not really a thing. But, like, going back to Olduar from TOC, this change is kind of awesome looking into the future. That's how I feel. I mean, just to clarify, though, they've only committed to this yes. with phase two. Yes. Right. So they're going to see how it goes. It may not even go past that. Mm-hmm. It, would, it, it, would, it would only get more interesting in the later phases. Like in the early phases, it's neither in or there, in my opinion. So what right. they're doing uh, as their test bed with tier seven, tier eight is not really... Yeah, I don't think it's that important. Whereas, like, if you was to consider tier nine, so let's say we're gearing up for ICC, so we're actually in. Let's say we're in ICC and we're wanting to get alts geared up for split runs or something like that. Going in and doing TOGC ten, so ten man top heroic and getting the twenty five man gear, that's that would actually be quite interesting. Whereas, like, going in and doing ten man max to get twenty five man gear. Uh, like that's neither in or there, and the same even really with Alduar. You know, doing ten man Alduar and getting twenty five man gear because actually, some of the ten man Alduar gear is very very strong. Like ten man hard mode specifically, like Molnir Runestone, which is crit and armor pen, amazing trinket. 
you almost don't really want that boss. You don't want its 25. You don't want uh, Hodir. Hodir? Thorim. You don't want Thorim's uh, 25-man loot table on 10-man because, you know, a lot of people are going to want that trinket. And that's where I'm intrigued to know about what their plan is with going, uh, having 10-man loot drop in these heroic plus. Like, how are we going to get, like, the 226 leather legs from, like, Malagos? Are they now... Are they going to drop in a heroic? Like, what heroic are they going to drop in? You know, like, is it is it random, the bosses that drop what they drop? Or, you know, because most of the 10-man Naxx gear is only 200 eye level. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, you've got uh, KT, which is 213. Sorry, when I was saying 226, I was talking about 25-man. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it goes up to 213. Where are they going to drop KT loot? Or is KT loot only still going to be 10-man? Or are we going to be able to get that in, f yeah, five man? But Saf, you know, three or well, two drakes again, three drakes don't matter. But ten man, two drakes, is that going to drop in five man heroics? And yeah, Malagos, Malagos ten has got one of like the best rings, which is BOE as well, which makes it even more interesting. You know, Malagos is not hard mode; it's only a raid. You know, Eye of Eternity, but it it drops a a ring that pretty much every attack power user is going to want in phase one like but it's boe if that starts dropping in five man heroics that's going to be very interesting both for selling and for yeah for being able to get for alts or whatever i, I don't get how that side of things is going to work not with the amount of heroic five man bosses there are versus the amount of 10 man loot there is you bring up a good point about like, are they going to tell us, are we going to get the loot tables or is it just going to be like a crazy random loot table that you're getting this, this gear from in the heroics? Cause like people strategize I mean, I what they want to run, you know, like. I don't think they've figured all of this out, right? Like it sounds like in the interviews, this is what they're going to do, but this is phase two, right? Like they're just now preparing for phase one and trying to get everything rolled out quickly. And then I think after phase one and after wrath launches and everything, we will start to hear more about what's going to happen in phase two. But I don't think they have those answers. And it's pretty clear that they haven't gotten all of the like puzzle pieces in place here, right? Like they're not sure what they're going to do with X, Y, or Z. They're waiting to see if things pan out in phase two with the loot adjustments to make sure that it's going to work out. and. I don't know if there's like, because I think Ulduar, there's a hard mode. Am I right? Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so like determining what happens with the hard mode gear versus the non hard mode gear. What, like, does it just go down a tier? Like you get the hard mode gear and the non hard mode. And then you get the non hard mode and the 10 man and then you get the 10 man and the five man raids. This seems like a lot of work, but correct me if I'm wrong. This is what they do in retail. And I have no idea because I don't play retail, but somebody I feel like said this is what happens in retail. I, 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 <laughs> I have no know. idea. I don't, I don't think so. I don't Not think in terms so. of raid during dungeons. Uh, Mythic Plus is a, a very specific. There's specific loot to yeah. if I if I'm right in saying that. Um, I tell you, I like how I would do it. So you, you can clip this, Bob Mill, like <laughs> clip this and, and then give it to Blizzard. So when we're talking such random things as in, uh, so say Malagos, like where does Malagos loot drop? Where does Saf loot drop? 
So if you was to have all of the heroic dungeons and then you was to have Nax loot drop from all the heroic bosses, you could almost have somewhere like Violet Hold, where the bosses are not guaranteed, where you could have one boss that drops Malagos gear, one drop boss that drops Sarfarian gear, gear. You know, so you'd go and do Violet Hold each day on heroic, and because you don't know what boss you're going to actually physically get ahead of time, you don't know what loot you're going to get as well. That's like that, cool. I, I, like I feel that. like Violet Hold would almost be the perfect place for putting that outlier gear. Yeah, it's kind of like a like an arena style. Like you get something, you don't know what it's going to be, and you have the chance to get loot. Like I like that. Yeah, and it, and it's random even as far as achievements. You know, like uh, th- there's mm-hmm. achievements that you need from Violet Hold that some people will do it in three or four days, and other people it will take weeks. Just because you you don't know when you walk in what bosses you're going to physically get. So if you were is to have the more random loot hold? in there, wait, is that how it is in Violet Hold right now? Yeah, yeah. There's like a pool of oh. nine bosses or something like that, and you only have three each time. So, but you'll always have the same end boss. But then the the oh. other is it is it nine? Uh, one, one, two, three. It, it might be seven. But yeah, you you can get a, a a mix of bosses, but you'll always have the the same end boss, which is Sinagosa. See, yeah, I like that. Having the heroic pluses, I I like. But when I was talking to Rugs and I think Sal Dally on a show, we talked about heroic plus, like, and we talked about like not giving any loot bonuses for it at all, just giving titles and achievements for it and i thought that was a fine idea i thought it was something cool to watch the best players do it but never feel left out because you couldn't do it as a casual player type of deal yeah it's gold challenge mode basically isn't it again it's all future retail systems that yeah, that that's what a gold challenge mode is at the end of the day all right you you know you get some transmog gear you get a mount you get a title, but uh, it, it yeah, it doesn't give any player power. You know, they're they're all things that I would okay. welcome. Just to I be just honest, threw though, up a little bit in my mouth when you said transmog. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> just cleared oh, my throat. Sorry, to be honest, though, like <laughs> you know, what, I love transmog. What are we in this like? Everybody deserves a trophy type of thing. Like, come on, like if you do a harder thing, like why not get extra from it? Like, I just don't understand. Well, I feel the... like you should get extra, just not gear. Like, that's always been my problem with retail and everything else, is that like, I want to be able to watch these guys doing these amazing things in the same gear that I'm in. But why? Because they're so much better. Like, well, but because like, because people like... in their head could say like, oh, well, I could do this if I could get that gear. Like, but it would be so much cooler to see it be like, oh, yeah. they're in my gear, but they're get that killing gear. this. You just have to be better. You just have to play better to I, get that gear. Yeah, that's the like, argument everybody has, but I just don't, I really don't think I it I mean, holds. I'm not even that better person. Like, I'm not getting that gear, but I don't know. But there was, there was also, even like with gold challenge mode, so if you remember how it worked, it, it would scale you down to 463 item level in MOP. So 463, or was that epic? Around that, let's say four six three. Oh, that number do that? sprang I, to mind for some I, reason. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it would scale That's you down. Cool. Yeah, so you 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 could be in you know full bis epic raid gear, but it would scale your item level down. Um, I'm sure it was four six three. I don't know why that number's sticking out. But anyway, 
it, it, yeah, it's annoying me now, but it would scare you down anyway. But at the same time, it didn't mean going and getting raid gear was Biss, because in most parts it, it wasn't. So there was blue items that you would go and get that was that, that was better than like raid gear. Because it would yeah, it would just scale better. You'd get you might get a four, six, three item level trinket, but because the proc was so good, you would use that over a, a, a raid trinket that would be better at its actual appropriate level. You know, so even when it comes to that where everybody's on I want to like a level playing field in in air quotes. You're not, because you still need to go and get the best gear that's physically right. set for that purpose, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so back to the, like, okay. okay. Can I just say one thing, though? I think, before we move on, well, is well, that I, I do on. think... Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say it anyways. We're kind of talking about all I, these things. I just had one more point on the 10-man, 25-man loot stuff. I do too. So I think that the <laughs> I think that the 10 man and the 25 man gear going to the 10 man gear, I think, is beneficial in the fact that it allows maybe more of those um, casual guilds that only have 10 consistent raiders to continue to do 10 man content throughout and still feel like they're able to get the best gear. Right. And the items that I they that need 25 yeah yeah and i think that well not even the items that they need to go to 25 maybe they don't ever want to go to 25 right but they can continue to level up they go through 10 man and then 10 man you know or they go to the next phase and now they can do the 10 man and get the 25 man gear and then go to the next phase and do the 10 man and then do the 10 man again and get the 25 man gear like i don't know i feel like there was a lot of people that enjoyed being in just a 10 main guild and enjoying that content and how that progressed that i feel like this is motivating to them and i i like that i mean you don't have to have 25 friends we we did have a lot of casual guilds right into us that they just do last month's con uh or last phase content you know they don't even do the new content because they're you know a guild full of dads that helps them but also it might it might just like make GDKPs less of a mandatory thing for those items that you need. Cause like what happens with guilds is guilds need to go back and do the 25 man, but then five to eight of the people in the guilds are like, well, I want to bring my alt for this uh, 25 man run. And then your 25 man run is slow as hell and a little bit dodgy, a little bit rocky. And like, you know, that sucks for that with the 10 man, like they could just do it. And then maybe these people aren't like, well, I'll go do the GDKP run. I'll just do my guild 10 man run instead. So like it could help alleviate the GDKP stuff, but it could also improve the 10 man GDKP scene, which could really like actually make the GDKP scene jump up a ton for the last ones because these guys are only running the 10 mans now because if anybody's been doing a bunch of gdkps like like the uh zolaban what runs were popping and were really good so all of a sudden this turns the gdkp runs and there's so much to think about here that like so many moving parts 
Yeah, it's it's almost like we're sort of ki- not killing one form of content to subsidize another, but it's it's the whole point of uh like like Blizzard making changes is to give longevity to all of the content. So by giving ten man content in five mans, twenty five man content uh, uh, loot in ten mans, you know, by dropping all that down, you're you're still you're still chopping something, and it's normally at the top. So the twenty five man raids are going to suffer. So there's going to be less twenty five man knacks because the twenty five man knacks you don't need to do. You go ten man. All right, you might get one or two less items, but ten man's easier to pug. Ten man's easier to form. You know, whatever. Ten man. Why? You know, if you're not that bothered about loot, you're just going to go and do five mans because you're going to get now half decent gear. So the the thing that's going to suffer is the thing at the top, which is going to be the 25 man. Whereas if the five man, so if you start at the bottom rather than the top and you was to actually buff the five man gear and leave everything else as it is, everything would thrive. You know, so like there's there's no need, like they could do heroic plus, but scale up the item level of the heroic five man. Uh, Almost to the point of, let's say, Nax gear, they might need to adjust because their item levels are a bit janky in phase one, to be fair. You might need to make some changes across the board in phase one, but I don't know. I just feel like it's a, it's a weird way of doing it. You could, you, could make, you could make the five-man heroics more meaningful, and that could be something like challenge modes. I don't know. Maybe they don't reward for <laughs> gloating or for whatever, for achievements, but... I, I don't know. I, I I see what they're doing. I just don't feel like it's going to long term have a beneficial effect because there's nothing better than being in full ICC gear and going and doing 25 man all to our hard modes. And I just don't see that happening as much with if this loot trend was to continue. I don't know. I feel like, in my opinion, when there's one or two people that really need something from the previous raid and I don't need anything from the previous raid. I'm annoyed that on our raid night that we have to go run it. Not and like, it's fine probably, but why not make it easier to get the previous tier when you move to the next tier? Right? Like, I think that that is a positive. I think that, going from one tier to the next and then not being required to have everybody continue to run the previous tier, I think it's positive. I think that having a like small section of people and I'm, I'm a healer, so I'm probably still going to go to the 10 man. Right. But it's not every single week that we have to go to this other 25 man that we had been running for multiple, multiple, multiple weeks, right? But, but, but with Alduar being buffed, there's absolutely no need to go back to Tier 7 for anything at all. Okay. Well, then, fine. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, you know, as it, you would my think, argument you, here. You, 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 no, 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 I'm just saying, you know, you would think, you know, with the, they're, they're buffing Alduar to the point where it is just much better than Nax, full stop. You know, so... Is there the nothing only, in the only... Nax that you would need? Well, I mean, dying curse Maybe. is always going to be nice because it's got hit. But you know, having extra it's trinkets be very, very is always few items. like having extra trinkets to swap out is always nice too. Like trinkets are always a big thing. I, oh. I I don't know about you, but I like my warrior switches out seven different trinkets 
doing trash, you know, like so. But you got to remember, you're now going to be going from let's like excluding KT Luke, you're going from two thirteen to two three two in all the now with with the buffed item level. It's so big in item level that you know even ten man's going up six item level. So you could go and get like Spark Infuser or something like that, which would then be actually better than Dying Curse in in modern Wrath of the Lich King now, which is only from 10-man Alduar. You know, there's going to be so many items where before, yes, you know, before the item level buff, then maybe there was the odd item in Nax 25 that would still be good. But actually in modern Wrath of the Lich King, where we're going to have that six item level buff, there's probably very little, if anything, I, 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 yeah, I'm just I'm just talking about trinkets. I mean, I would switch in blue trinkets just for the attack power buff. You know that that I just use for for you know because like most okay. of the trash Tr- is going to be side, really though. short. Right. So like any attack power buff is going to be a huge trinket to use on trash as long as you're like constantly swapping them out. You know what I mean? So I, I was just thinking trinkets is all. Trinkets side though, like. Triggers aside, what about the next phase? Like the okay. next phase, so, like uh, after Old War, where do we go? I think that's actually uh, so where it works better. You're talking, yeah, too. So you're talking now, uh, if we're talking normal, which no one's going to be that bothered about normal tuck, are they, at the end of the day? But, you know, yeah, it's going to be 245 versus hard mode Old War is going to be 251. But then are you going to get hard mode Old War gear from 10 man? You know, as in, is the hard mode all to our 25 man gear going to drop from hard mode all to our 10 man? You know, like that, I, I don't know. They don't but know if yet. that was the case, they agreed. No. They like specifically stated they did not know yet how that was going to work. But if that in was that the case, article? then yeah, well, yeah. We'd, sp- we'd split down into five, six, maybe even seven 10 man all to our runs the night that top launches. And just blitz through with like seven raid teams just doing all, all to our hard mode 10 mans. Yeah. Because uh, why not? It, it makes sense. A loop pinata. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're unfortunately but, having some major stream difficulties here. There's a lot of hate in the chat. There's a lot of hate in the chat about me not wanting to help guildies. And sorry, I do want to help guildies. I just. No, every, everybody wants to help guildies. It's. <laughs> I like honestly, right. I couldn't sit here now and say I like it or I don't like it because I'm both. Like, I really I like mm-hmm. it, I do like it, but at the same time, I don't like it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird. Right. It, it, like, it's, it's definitely it's weird. It's going to be interesting. That's that's right where I'm at. Yeah. It's going to be it. It's going to be interesting. Low my drops are like just moving up throughout. This is really bad here. I don't know what's yeah, it going could be on. Twi- it could be twitches and. It, it looks all right to me now. I don't know about you guys. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting better. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, um, I I don't know. Is there anything else? I mean, we're getting kind of close to time here, trying to keep the episodes under three hours. But is there anything else? <laughs> any- that's one. No, that's just one that I really wish I asked Chris about, but didn't think about it at the time. But it was because I was fixating on tier seven and not thinking forward what into tier eight. Yeah, uh, less the shards and more the weapon. You know, it, it, it's only two, four, five eye level, 
which literally it's the same eye level as 25 man top normal. You know, if everything was to get a six eye level buff in Ottawa, it I, I'd assume that that's probably going to get a six eye level buff as well, which could make it pretty strong even in ICC. You know, six six eye level yeah. is pretty big. It's really. probably, I mean, well, okay, it they should okay. be though. Well, let me clarify that because in the Wowhead interview, he actually said six eye eye levels is about a thirteen percent jump. Am I saying that correctly? So, say you have an item with, um, like oh, they gave they gave they gave examples. Let me see if I can find it now. Um, eye level. Hold on, sorry, because they gave it. Uh, where's it at now? Uh, I do remember them saying that, like the thirteen percent thing, but and my guild had like a full on discussion about how that number worked out, um, and it it becomes very interesting when you talk about like when you just use item level to talk about tech power. So it's just thirteen percent more of all the stats. Every on the stat, item. yeah. He and he did clarify that every stat on the item. 13% upgrade. And I don't know if they round up or round uh, down. I, I, but but how, how does that work when you've got 200 eye level blues that drop in five man heroics and then 200 epics that drop in knacks and the 200 right. epics are so much better, even though they're exactly the same eye level? Yeah, oh, that's, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. And it's the same with like the, the, the 200 Ar Argent Crusade leather boots, for example. Phase one eye level in Wrath is very janky. It's not. It's not that cut and dry. It gets better. You know, as I say, all the while onwards, eye level starts to really represent the power of the item. But in phase one, it's a bit weird. Well, that's why everybody hated eye uh, level because if you're like you could be wearing this a lot of times, but it's confused because the eye level's higher. But this trinket is definitely better with the proc. You know, or this. Items definitely better because of the speed. Like, you know, there's like there's all kinds of different things that uh, cause problems with the whole just looking at eye level because they classified them wrong back in the day. Like, they're still classified yeah. wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is more or less saying, well, uh, you know, there's no need to do like I'm not saying not to, in today's day and age, but you know, natural progression you would have said was like. Five man heroics, get all your gear, then go into 10 man knacks, then go into 25 man knacks. You know, sort of natural progression. But actually, you're going from five mans that drop the same item level loot as 10 man to then go into 25 man. So you might as well cut 10 man out and go straight from five to 25. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. And I'm sure we'll have a lot more clar clarification on at least the heroic plus and the loot changes because we'll have all of phase one for them to kind of work it out. The bag bonus is going to be something we're going to see the effects of right away. And we'll be interested to see how that goes. Um, there right. was another thing real fast in this won't really create any controversy, but I don't think um, they did say in the wildhead article that there's no, clarification or timeline on when the season of mastery characters will be able to transfer to wrath classic 
Yeah, I've kind of given up like, on that. Threw that out there for like like a while ago, right? And then yeah, they just kind of, kind of oh, let yeah. that one go. It, it uh, should have been time, so they went out in the pre-patch. Let's be honest. Oh, like, yeah. You should have been able to transfer yeah. in the pre-patch. I think that at one point, uh, I don't know if it was in the content creator Discord or maybe it was just like in Josh's Discord, there was a, a classic WoW dev just asking like, hey, when, like, when would you guys want your SOM characters to be able to come over? And it was very unanimous of like, day Yesterday. one of pre-patch. <laughs> yep. Like, day one of pre-patch, we should be able to transfer SOM characters to a Wrath server. Uh, yeah. And that was apparently not possible. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you gotta oh. get you level feedback. seventy. No, <laughs> but the the boat sailed now, isn't it? Really? Yeah, like, I mean, that's how I feel. You could, I mean, it still saves you from leveling from like one to sixty, but leveling one to sixty in Wrath is not like, yeah, that's not gonna hold anybody back, really. Uh, like to the point where it's like, oh man, if I had only gotten my Caesar Mastery character, then I <laughs> then I would yeah. absolutely have an alt to do these split runs. But you know, I guess I don't get that character, so sorry. It's like no, like I guess I'll just this wait is and an let them example when I can do it. No, this is an example of why Blizzard doesn't say things early because somebody <laughs> yeah. said right. that they were going to do this, and then. Like they went to the engineers and they're like, dude, we don't have time to do that. We don't have time to set this infrastructure up. And they're like, oh, shit. Well, and now they're getting a lot of shit because of it, right? Figure it out. Like, this is specifically yeah. why they don't say things early, like ahead of time, is because now they didn't come through with it. And now they're just like, eh, okay, sorry. Like, and it's, they won't say I sorry. Like, a sorry yeah. would help. Sorry would help a little bit. I think at this point, though, mm -hmm. uh, from all the people that I know who played Season of Mastery, the people that I played with, um, people that I didn't play with that I just talked to a lot about Season of Mastery, like the ones who really want that character transfer to go through are people who like farmed Scarab Lord or got like or got mm -hmm. like Ashbringer or Atiesh or something like that. It's people who right. ha who got things that you cannot get. At this point, uh, yeah, in, yeah. Um, I think the vast majority of players that just played Season Mastery uh, and just have characters there, they're not super worried about this character transfer at this point. They would have liked it earlier on, back at the beginning of pre-patch, yeah. but with the boat having sailed, uh, it's it's no longer like even really on people's radar unless you're in that category of like, I want, I've got a Scarab Lord now. I've got. They almost I, should have said they shouldn't have said anything, should they? Well, they should no. have just never yeah. said you can move off, and then it would have just been its own little ecosystem. <laughs> like there was never any reason to try and drag it into Wrath. They done it right. as if to be like, we've not forgot about you, but we have because we don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, it, well, <laughs> it came at such a bad time because it. it's like uh, they also announced it so late into season of mastery that. I've heard so many people like uh, Big Index uh, and Snacky Box and them. They were like, oh, man, if they if we had known that from day one of Season of Mastery that we would eventually take these characters to Wrath, then we would have stuck with it. Mm, so yeah. they waited too yeah. long to announce it. And now they've waited too long to actually implement it. So it's like it's just right. such a non-factor at this point. I yeah. don't know. It sucks. For mm, me, yeah. it's just like, hey, I have a 60 over there. I could transfer that. And like, hey, cool. Right. But yeah. It's a, it's a free boost. It's a 60, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a free boost. Maybe. They'll probably charge us. Like, let's not be... Oh, I hope not. 
<laughs> that would be rough. Will we see another one, though? That's it. Can we start the next podcast now? Will we see another season of Mastery? Oh, I think we will. I hope so. You think? Please. I, yeah. Based on, uh, on, in Josh's interview with Agrind, uh, Agrind said that, like, they really liked how season of Mastery went. They actually, they, the team thought that it was a success and they wanted oh, well, to do more stuff like it. Brian, I feel like I heard in our interview was like, yeah, we yeah. weren't uh, happy with the, uh, we weren't happy with uh, Season of Mastery yeah. turned out. Yeah, yeah. And this opportunity to like mess around with Vanilla WoW, to treat it sort of like a sandbox, to try new things. That part of it, they were like, oh, it worked. Like, we know that we can mess with boss mechanics we know that we can change things in the open world and make them more dynamic we know like i think they liked that they got to test things out it's just like a permanent beta kind of that's how yeah. it felt <laughs> playing it honestly it felt <laughs> all the time because they would do these things like during bwl they were like hey do you guys want uh do you want alchemy to proc do you want like all all alchemists starting at level one of alchemy all the way up to like 300 Every single potion. Do you just want them to proc randomly, like they do in TBC? If you're, if you have like potion mastery or elixir mastery, and we were like, sure, like (laughs) why not? Well, then when they were to that, can we ask that question? Like, who says no? I don't want that to happen. Well, and then when they were like resetting bosses too, like during the the beta, like they would jump in, a GM would show up while the while the guild. I think Gray's was on stream when this happened and the the gm's like hey uh we're thinking about tweaking something else for this encounter are you guys cool with us like just resetting your encounter and trying it one more time and they were like yeah I mean, that stuff was kind of neat i mean it's kind of neat oh man yeah mm. we we had gms hanging out watching us talking to us while we were testing aq40 and testing out nax like a grind was there on a gm character while we were testing nax and he was like hey do you guys want to we we asked him uh like are there any bosses we should avoid and he's like mm, don't go to patchwork today um so then we went to patchwork and it did not go well um and he was like i told you guys you didn't you shouldn't go to patchwork today um that's like saying yeah, don't hit the red they, button yeah you're gonna yeah, hit the red sure. button but that's cool that, that that's what you want though that's like that oh, cool yeah. interaction between the devs and the player base like that that i think that's amazing uh, and i yeah. think they could have mm-hmm. done a lot more with season of mastery and i i, I hope we see it again in some yeah a, maybe a little bit wilder than what we saw originally <laughs> yeah and i think well, I that's think it was why just so soon that it didn't attract a lot right. of the people that enjoyed it that it was like nah you just had me spend a year and a half in molten core and i just i'm done <laughs> yeah. well and I, it, I think there were it worked out really good that, oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i think there were lots of reasons that it didn't have the player base uh that it could have but i think that uh they they found out so many cool things about what players are interested in seeing with like future vanilla seasons that's why i i think they're gonna do more well and Mm. like it was it 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 was huge you know with the road to rag stuff and then all of a sudden all those road to rag people disappeared when bt hyjal came out just ghost town 
Like everybody went over uh, to the new raid. I mean, after yeah, after we killed Rag too. Yeah, it just <laughs> it fell off. The road to Rag was finished. Yeah, we tried. Uh, I tried to get a road to Nefarian thing going. That didn't happen. <laughs> People said you tried hard. Or no, you 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 tried hard. <laughs> People were like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, it is, but <laughs> it would be fun. And they were like, no, nah, 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 yeah. never mind. Oh, man. Well, uh, we've had a banger. Um, I'm going to uh, shout out to the hardcore community because I do think that they had a lot to do with the success of Season of Mastery. That's all I want to say. I man, I my my wish list at the very top of my wish list for any like future uh like vanilla endeavors or seasonal stuff is like give us a hardcore server per region. Yeah. Where if you die, there's no res option. That's it. Just remove yeah, the like delete. resurrect you now. You don't have button. to go check your mailbox. You don't have yeah. to go check your mailbox and then delete your character. Like that was the worst about dying. It was oh, like, yeah. oh, you still have to make the corpse run back. And then check your mailbox, and the whole then you can guild log chat's off. like, "What happened?" Yeah, like, why haven't you deleted? I can't tell you how many messages I got of like, "Why haven't you deleted your character?" And I'm like, "Chill, dude. I am deleting my character. I am trying, yeah. not working." Yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to end it here. I'm sorry, guys. We could probably talk for ages. Oh, but come on! Just, just three more hours. Come on. I do have <laughs> something cool that I think Scotty J is going to love. So, with that being said, I'm going to do this real quick. Gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. So this was a very popular segment early on, and then we ran out of add-ons. But with Wrath coming out, we have more add-ons coming out. And I want to thank Esquire for this, because he's the one that turned me on to this add-on. And it's freaking amazing for anybody who loves to collect mounts. This is Mounts Journal Space Classic. Uh, we'll have it in the sh the show notes. But what this does is this gives you the retail mounts tab. So if you collect a ton of mounts, you could you could parse through them, you could search them, you could find them a lot easier. You could set up your your favorites so that you could have a because Wrath does bring in slash cast random mount, and you can you know just it randomly puts you on any of the mounts you have. But what this does is allows you to make your favorites and slash cast favorite random mounts. And th there's a whole bunch that it adds in, but it's really neat. I've had a blast with it. And as someone who's already collected 75 mounts, this is a great thing for me because I do have a lot of certain mounts and I want to, you know, I want to my, you know, some of them I just collected to collect and I don't like them. You know, I want to be able to cast mine. So if Scotty J hasn't heard about this, I bet you are going to love this, this add-on. That's very cool. Uh, uh, five? Yeah, very cool. 75 mounts? Yeah. I have like six. Yeah, Jeez. well, I, but I did all the, I did all the grind. That was what I was doing, like, when we were bored. Like, 
months ago. I was getting all the, I was when getting the Tau books. I was getting all the. I hate you. Nether Drakes. I was getting all the. You know, I didn't oh, buy them like until last. Nether Drake. Huh? Is it like each color of Nether Drake, each color of yes. Weaver? Yes, I had to go. It, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got all the reps and stuff prior to the pre patch, but when the pre patch came out, I went and bought them all because it would have. I would have had too much. Like it would have taken me oh, yeah. bank space galore to have it all. But then I just went and bought them all. You know, I got all my, you know, oh, Iron okay. Forge so everything you did up. Like six of each. <sighs> Mount that I have, so that's not as absurd. Yeah, I mean, it's still okay. pretty absurd. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, it's still good. Yeah, seventy-five mounts. That's impressive. Yep. I'm and uh, yeah. I I I've how many are there at, in the game right now? Um, okay, so it's it's that's one thing that the add-on will actually show you. You can like filter out like horde only. You know, because I can't get the horde mounts. You can filter out mm-hmm. by a by expansion but like i'm really only missing the like crazy mounts like i'm i still need the two brew uh brew fest mounts baron uh rivendale um the uh the two from zg you know and i'm going and doing these runs you know like soloing or duoing you know trying to get these things but i need all the like super rare mounts but all the Ones that are just pretty easy, like I've got, I've got them all. Jeez, but yeah, there's a good job, good job. There's a at fifty, you get the white proto Drake, so I've been sporting that, and then at one hundred, there's another one, and there's a lot more mounts coming out in Wrath too. So there's gonna oh, be, yeah. there's gonna be, you know, more to grab. But yeah, I've got everything that is. I say easy, but like I did farm a lot of rep to get all these different mounts. So I guess it wasn't that easy. It was a lot of time spent, but, uh, but yeah, I don't have uh, like, Mel a, know. huh? Mel knows how much time it was. Don't worry. <laughs> she knows how much time you spent getting them. <laughs> Super easy. Just a couple, you know. All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to, uh, we're going to give. The last, uh, the last her- heroic key away after we finish the show. I don't want to make the audio listeners sit through another one. So I'm just going to go ahead and close this out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. That's how you will know when we go live. We do the show live on twitch.tv slash blazonbob. Uh, we need your reviews. We need your help. Like go to rested X uh, XP guides, buy a guide, subscribe to the gold maker, use code reloaded. Uh, what else? I don't have my little my thing up to tell me what I'm supposed to tell them. Oh, if you want to join our join us on Patreon, Patreon would help too. We would love to have more Patreons, uh, patrons or whatever you call them. Um, I'm so horrible at the ending thing if I don't have it up. Uh, if you want to, f- I don't, yeah, just follow us on everything. <laughs> Tell people about the podcast. It'll it, it'll make it better. This is the part of the show I hate, plug and crap. But yeah, Rested XP <laughs> Guides, though. We've been talking about it forever. Use our code, reloaded. Okay. Did I forget something, Mel? Nope. Okay. You can find me on game at on game melarena i used to get my twitter but i stopped doing that because i'm really bad at twitter 
So just Melorina. Okay. And or Melorita. Duranosaur, where can we find you? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Duranosaur is probably the best place to find me. Uh, Twitter at Duranosaur24. Nice, nice. Mm. Are you 24? Is that how old you are? I mean, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that I'm 27. That's, uh, that's my wife and I have been 27 I'm for a while. It's going well. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and Scotty, where can we find you? Normally drunk on twitch.tv slash scottyj87 or uh, normally sober on scottyj on YouTube. Yep. That's, that's where I'm at right now. Well, not sober, but yeah. <laughs> that's why I couldn't uh, cold, cold collect myself for the well, end of the show. We're on Twitch, so it's okay. If you're on YouTube, though, sober is preferred, apparently. Yeah, you can find mm. me on Twitter at blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me streaming on Twitch at BlazinBob. And uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. for listening to a mash those buttons production if you enjoyed the show you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you all of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and more if you enjoy our content you can help support mash those buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mash those buttons where you can receive patreon bonuses for as little as one dollar a month you can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 